The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's getting to the point where I don't find any more. I am sorry. Sometimes it hurts so badly I must cry out loud. I am lonely. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. Remember what we said and done and felt about each other. Don't let the past remind us of what we are not now. I am not dreaming. I am That's a weird song, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. It goes all over the shop, doesn't it's it? It's a weird... Are you, how familiar are you? I'm just tempted to do the whole show just playing different versions of Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. The fact that it's a pun... Oh, yeah. Because it's sweet, as in it's a musical sweet, S-U-I-T-E, but Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. It's about Judy... 
Not Judy Sills. It's about Judy. Judy. It's about. It's about Judy. It's about Judy. I've got some of her albums. I tried to get her. She was over here this month. I tried to get her on the show. Judy Collins. Or was she married to the teacher from Please Sir? Tim Arberton. What was his name? John Alderton. This is what you're going to be like in the old people's home. Um, So, Judy Collins. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Right. The, um... I'm just tempted just to, uh, just to play this for the whole... This is, this is the, this is, um... You need the introduction. Um, you need the introduction. You need the introduction. Does it not go... No, the introduction of them live at Woodstock is them going, this is only the second... See, the, I think it's Graham Nash going, this is only the second time we've played together and we're shitting ourselves. That's... Uh, talking like that for? Because that horrible nasal transatlantic... I got to do it for when we get into the election. Here we go. Hey, man, I just got to say... Stephen Steele's doing it. Hey, man, I got to say, this is only the second time we play together. That you people have got to be the strongest bunch of people I ever saw. <laughs> three days, man. Three days. We just love you. We just love you. Tell them who we are. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Hello, Tess, 4965. Hi. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome with us Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yes! It's getting to the point. Uh, maybe uh, this is a bit later on. It's only the second time we've ever played in front of a live audience and we're shitting ourselves. Gosh. Um, how many people? 500,000 people at Woodstock. It lasted for three days. How many people died there? I'll tell you why I'm asking that question, because there's a great documentary that my sister turned me on to, then a lot of you turned me on to. Uh, there, there are two versions of this documentary, two different documentaries about the same story, The Fire Festival. Big festival, last year or the year before, in 2017 maybe. Yeah, it was all over Twitter, wasn't it? Big luxury festival, like $25,000 a ticket, yurts. Millionaires go in there. Millionaires go in there and they rock up there. And Now, I've not seen the end of the documentary. I've got 30 minutes to go and I'm really hoping in the last 30 minutes, Billy or Barry or whatever his name is, can turn it around. I don't know the full story. So maybe he turns it around. We just don't know. But people rocking up to, uh, they had a private island and then they got kicked off the private island because they referenced Pablo Escobar owning the island and the, the, the leaseholder said, you can use the island, but please don't mention Pablo Escobar. We're trying to... We're trying to improve the island's image, and all the marketing is it's an island owned by Pablo Escobar. Kicked off straight away, so they end up in in in, in not such an exclusive uh, uh, island. With like actually quite a big town in there, and uh, anyway, and um, a guy said, "Listen, it's an incredible story, right? We should try and get some of the players from it because there's a guy in his fifth. I mean, it's a guy's in his fifties, right? And the thing is, I wonder if I uh, it, it is it is an incredible Incredible fire documentary, um, Evian Water. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there um, a, cra- a crowdfunder for that person? What person? Someone doesn't get paid for water or something. Oh, no, no, no. Don't worry about that, right? So they, they're, they're massively in debt, right? And they've got four trucks full of Evian Water, right? right? 
and the customs says, yeah, 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 we've got the water. You ask $175,000 import duty. Right? What? And there's a guy who's in his 50s. Um, hello, caller, you're on the radio. Hello, darling. What's your text? OK. Um, there is... Um, so there's a there's an, a guy in his 50s who's part of the organisational team. He's part of the promotions, I think, right? And uh, he's a gay guy, right? And he tells this story laughing, but it's obviously it's horrific. He's, I think he's laughing out of embarrassment, out of shame, and out of just how ridiculous this thing got. This, I think this is the clip here. I've just found it on YouTube. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We had four containers filled, four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. There may be bad language, so I'm going to hover over the old Dumpington. Here we go. Oh, this, this, is, this, this is incredible. Containers filled, four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. But I had left the week before for two days to go to meetings in Bermuda for the America's Cup, and when I came back, I'd missed the big meeting with... Customs, and of course, Customs had said to Billy and the gang, you need to pay us $175,000 in cash today for us to release the water. I went down. Well, Billy called me. I'm going to speak completely, um, you know, this won't go that far, I'm sure. But (laughs) Billy called and said, Andy, we need you to take one big thing for the team. And I said, oh, my gosh, I've been taking something for the team every day. He said, well, you're our wonderful gay leader. And we need you to go down. Will you suck dick (laughs) to fix this water problem? It's incredible. I said, Billy, what? He said, Andy, if you will go down and suck... We know what he's going to do. ...who's the head of customs and get him to clear all of the containers with water, you will save this festival. It's not a metaphor. He actually wants him to do it. drove home, took a shower... I, I, I drank some mouthwash. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm really... And I got into my car to drive across the island to take one for the team. And I got to his office fully prepared to suck it. Okay, okay, okay. But he couldn't have been nicer. And he's like, Andy, listen, I will release all the water. I will let you serve it. But I want to be, be one of the first people to be paid this import fee for what you're doing. And I said, okay, great. And I got back and I had all the water that we needed. <laughs> Can you imagine in my 30 years of a career that this is what I was going to do? I was going to do that, honestly, to save the festival. It's an incredible film. I mean, you, it's funny, and you're laughing. But, and I was laughing as I watched it. I thought, yeah, okay, suppose that would be a 25-year-old girl. Yeah. Asked to go and take one for the team. It's, it's wrong. It's wrong in every... It's an incredible film, right? But the reason I know how many people died at Woodstock is because someone in the film says, look, you know, Woodstock... No, when people talk about Woodstock, right, this is before it happened, before they knew it was going to be a disaster, but it was looking like it was going to be a mess. He said, look, no one talk... People, when people talk about Woodstock, they talk about the music, right? They just talk about the music, the rock and roll. They don't talk about the freeways being blocked with cars for days as people abandon their cars, which they did. They don't talk about the mud, which they do a little bit. They don't talk about the number of people who died at Woodstock, so maybe we'll get away with this at this fire festival. It's on Netflix, that film. There's another one on Hulu, apparently. And I thought, hmm, that's a fun game to play. Who, how many people died at Woodstock? Now, half a million people, three days, a lot of bad acid. Don't touch the brown acid. How many people do you think died the Woodstock Festival in 1969, I guess it was. The voice I'm getting from the ether is 26. Okay. Um, 
Two. Oh. Two people died. One died from drugs. The other person died. I didn't know this. They went to sleep under a tractor. What did you do that for? And what, and the tractor started? Or? Well, one, one has to assume that the tractor started and rolled over them. What? I mean, this is the thing, hippies. Don't take the brown acid. Instead you don't take the brown acid, then sleep under a tractor. Jack, would you ever sleep under a tractor whilst high on drugs? No. Well, then there you go. Then your life has just been saved, young man. <laughs> Sing hosannas. What can we do for you tonight, Jack? Oh, I was just uh, phoning up to ask how you're doing. Ah, that's none of your business! Oh, what do I sound like then? That's none of your business! Bobcat Goldthwaite. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Although it hurts my throat. Don't do it again. Um, let's just... Now here's the thing, Jack. Right this second, I'm all right, because I'm with you. I'm with Catherine. I've got Sam. Uh, Wednesday, I nearly jumped off a bridge. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, highs and lows. Highs and lows. How are you doing? Oh, um, well, I'm doing fine, but... Do, I'm doing fine, by the way, is one of Jason Donovan's greatest songs. You know that one? I'm doing fine. Dun, 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 dun. It's like a 60s. I don't remember that one. No one says I love her. She no one understands. Yes. And if I said I walk away, I think I'm singing a different song now. You are. Ask me how I'm doing now. Take it from me. I'm doing fine. Right, because my sister used to love Jason Donovan, so it will be there in my memory banks, but the way you sang it, no. No, okay, okay, okay. Do you know the song, Jack? No. Do you know Jason Donovan? Sorry, no. What? This is one of the greatest. This is one of the, the greats. Here we go. 60s style. Oh, they were trying to make him more than... guitar weren't they? <laughs> oh, this is like a day tripper. <laughs> Isn't it? Exactly like day tripper. Never make her happy She never understood And when I said I'd walk away She never thought I would <laughs> It's a bit, a bit hot there. <laughs> oh, look at all that hair. I tried to have my hair like that. Anyway, um, anyway, yes, uh, yes, Jack. Okay, so um, I went back to a doctor's today. Yeah. And they told me, how are you doing with your mental health? Yes. And I turned around and said to them, F you, losers, F you, doctor! F you, and then you smeared fecal matter on their faces. That's how. That's what you did. That's how you told them how you were doing. Did you? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. Probably I best. Turned you around, I turned around and said to them. Look. Why did you turn around? He why turned around you, a lot. Why weren't you facing them? Aha! 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 So I said to them, it doesn't matter if you've got mental health. Mental health is just something. But the main thing is what people see you for who you are. Yes. And they said, what do you mean? And I said, well, it's like wearing makeup, isn't it? Yep. Nobody knows what you know, feel like on the outside. Not on the inside, but on the outside. What? Let me turn uh, around a second. Hang on. What? Jack, 
Can I yeah. make, make a suggestion? When you're talking to a doctor, just tell him how you feel. What, what, what's with the riddles? You can get... No, he's getting, meta, he's getting metaphysical. Well, the doctor's got ten minutes per patient, getting, if that. He's getting spiritual. It's like, maybe I will and maybe I, I won't. Think, I think I solved the, the plot twist in this series. I think at the end of uh, this season, which I think is season four, we find out that um, Jack is actually a young version of Rainbow George that's travelled through time. I think, I, I think I've worked it out already. So, um, fingers crossed. Okay. Thanks. Thanks very much for your call, Jack. I appreciate that. Uh, Susan's texted in. Uh, just to let you know, Ian, you are behaving like an ignorant pig, and this is the last. And last is in inverted commas, which means it won't be. This is the last time I'll be calling your show. Go to hell. Well, if it, if you take away, the, that's great because I actually asked you to stop calling me. You're banned from calling the show. So. Thank you. Um, but the, the last makes me slightly worried. Yeah, when my daughter first discovered the uh, the air bonnies, quote mark things, uh, she was using it all over the place, including, yes, dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, 03444991000 is the telephone number. We got Nigel, we got Amy, we got you, we got me, we got her, we got yeah. him, we got, you know, we've got, we got Friday Vibe. We've got a talk- show, is what we got. Thank you. Thank you. She's not far off it. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I have got, uh, Nigel, I've got some very bad news. Oh, what's that? I watched an hour of the Queen movie yesterday. And yeah. it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Well, it felt like I'd watched it for three hours. I checked. We were well, halfway... Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I'm talking. We, che- uh, we, che- we felt like we'd been watching it for three hours. We checked, and uh, we were only halfway through it. And I turned to my friend, and I said, we should switch... Uh, we should get out of this cinema now yeah. and not not watch and go to bed. Because this is lousy. It is, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt, one of the worst movies. I've got an idea for a song, darling. It was called, oh. well, it's going to be uh, pop, uh, it's going to be rock music with opera. I've got to call oh, it Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. Yeah, we should find you have manners. Yeah. Yes, yes, Nigel. Yeah, was it? That was, um, um, uh, I think it was on TV, wasn't it? Um... That was on TV, I think, before. No, this no, it's a brand new film. It's in the cinema, oh, Nigel. Yeah, but there's been lots of films about. Quite no, a there hasn't. Movies. There haven't been any films, no movies. Oh, about Queen. Are you thinking about Kenny oh, Everett? Someone, somebody else played him then. Yeah, there was someone in the Kenny Everett film with a moustache. Oh yeah, my favourite. Freddie Mercury impersonator I, of all time. I don't mind Freddie Mercury. He's quite good. Ah, yes. My fa- like please, him? please, Nigel. I, I, I don't. Have you ever been involved in a conversation before? I tell you what, Nigel. Nigel I tell you what. I tell you what. Me and Kath will shut up. You do your bit. I'm going to put the aircon on, and yeah. you just let them know when you're done, and then we'll we'll go on to a caller who, who wants to chat. Go uh, on, away you go. I rang up to talk to you because I've got a virus at the moment and a, and a very bad head, and and um. I've been to the doctors and I've got, um, uh, I've got, well, I've got, um, a temperature with my bad head, you know. And, okay, and well, in that case, I'll let, I'll let you off your old manner. So what is he, has he given yeah, you some pills? Um, well, I'm frightened of being on, I'm on my own and I'm frightened of dying on my own, you well, know, because mum's not here. Yeah. Um, I'm very frightened because I'm, I've never been ill before. And this headache, I can't hardly stand up with the headache. Well, just, well, just uh, chill out then, man. Just take the medicine, drink, make sure uh, you drink plenty of water. 
painkillers, but my appetite's gone as well. Well, then that's okay. fine. That will do. Just yeah. just drink drink water is the key thing. And if you could have a little nibble on a bit of dry toast, then have a little nibble on a bit yeah. of dry toast. I've had the shakes this morning. I was so cold yeah. when I just got up to go. The shakes with the flu, like a flu thing. What did the uh, What did the old uh, doctor say? The doctor said it was a neurovirus. Um, norovirus, nasty. Uh oh, uh oh, that's a big one. It's quite a serious thing. That's a big and my one. My brothers had it. My family's had it because I rang them not long ago. They had it as well. It's un. It's um, very, very unlikely you're going to die from it. Um, but I get panicky because I haven't got anyone here. You no. know. Well. Uh, to, Yep, I know, I know. That's why I run you, because I'm very frightened. That's all right, I've never had well, listen, I, I, in my head. I know, don't, 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 I, I can understand that, but listen, it's and very, will very... It go, will it get better tomorrow? No. It'll I, take a while, Nigel. It will ta- listen, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. I don't know when you yeah. start getting ill, but yeah. it will It will take a little while. Well, since uh, yesterday morning I got ill, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll have it for uh, a while. Nigel, mm. yeah, I had it, it took a couple of weeks to feel right. Just you just got to relax, go to yeah, bed, keep drinking water. Okay, Nigel, all we can say is follow your doctor's suggestions on, on terms of yeah. medicine. Keep drinking plenty of water. If yeah. you can nibble a, like a little bit of dry toast or a little bit so of... I've to- been eating bits and pieces. Then there you earlier. go. Rest, man, yeah, rest. Don't go out. Don't go out. Don't yeah. do it. De- I have to go shopping. I... All right, we'll do, go, out, go out and do shopping. That's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. but, um, will I be all right then? Will yeah, I'll tell you I'll what, be... Nigel, if you don't want to... <laughs> Oh, oh, jeez. I felt that. That's landed in my yeah, ear. Oh, it's green. A throat infection as well. Here's the thing as well. If you want to get better, make sure you are clean, yeah. clean, clean. Keep those hands clean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Keep the hands clean, Nigel. Keep your hands off. Yeah. OK. Uh, OK. I thought, I thought it was my heart, because I've had palpitations well, well, you, as well this morning. OK, right. but you've spoken to the doctor, Nigel, and the doctor's... Yeah, he, me, he said my heart was all right. And my that's great. Says, yeah. Well, then that's great, um, then. You got then you, then you, yeah. you, you, you should be fine, dude. OK? OK. All right, then. Yeah. Thanks uh, for the chat. And no I, worries. I'm sorry no. to be a nuisance. That's all right, Nigel. I'm sorry, we, I'm sorry that I was. I didn't realise you were so no, poorly. I can't talk to Mum, because she, she used to help me if I wasn't well. But well, I've never been ill since she's... Okay. Well, then you're going to get through this and you're going to come out the other side and you're going to be able to go- yeah. be proud of yourself. And Mum will be proud of you as well. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Uh, all right, okay. Nigel. All right, Nigel, listen. And, and by the way, yeah, listen, yeah. Nigel, Nigel. Yeah, yeah, if, sure. If, yeah. if you feel like... You, listen, you're not going to die from it, right? But if you suddenly yeah. feel very, very ill... What's the number for the, the, the doc? Is it 111? I think so. Let me just check. Yeah, it's the, is it 111? Yeah. No. Hang on. Hang on. Yes, NHS one one one. So listen, if you oh, yeah, if yeah. you start feeling really bad or worse over the weekend, you just dial one one one, not nine nine nine, unless unless you feel no. that you have to dial nine nine nine. But just dial nine, just, just dial one one one. No, it's just that I keep feeling cold all the time with it. You, you know, very shivery. You want a blankie? Mm-hmm. You want a blankie downstairs on the sofa watching the telly? Yeah, sure. I am now. Yeah, I'm Good. sitting watching the telly in the morning. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful. You got a hot water bottle? Have you got a hot water bottle? Uh, Yes, I have somewhere, yeah. Get it, dig yeah, it out, cool. man. Dig it, that hot water yeah. bottle is going to be your friend. The temperature is what making me shiver, isn't yes. it? Yes, yes. Mm. Okie dokie, then. Okie dokie. Get, hang in there, Nigel. We'll speak to you on yeah. Monday. Yeah, God bless you all. Have a nice weekend. Tutty bar, he didn't sound well, did he? No. He didn't sound well. I've had, uh, uh, it's been, a, so it's been, you know, a lousy few days. That's fine. But then, um... Uh, I got a, I got a letter from my insurance company, right? And it said, uh, you have not responded to a, a, an incident you were involved in with your car on October the 8th, 
last year, you've got 14 days to respond, otherwise we're going to do this, this and this. I'm like, what? What? And I'm thinking, hang on, and it, it, I saw it said where it was, it was near Earl's Court, and I went, hang on a minute, I, that not that the, the a-hole who I went into the back of at four miles an hour, and I got out to apologise, and he came out, you effing C, you effing rams into the effing back, you effing it, F, 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 F. I'm like, so what? And then I must admit, after a few minutes of this, of me being, hey, listen, dude, I, listen, okay, I'm it, fine, okay. After a few minutes, I started giving it back. I was terrified, terrified, jumped up his car, you effing, see, you effing, whoa. And we looked at each other's cars, and there was zero damage, not even a scratch, not even a scratch. And he took pictures, and I took, I took a picture, and we both agreed there was no damage, there was no need to, exchange, there was no need to register any complaint or um, claim, and uh, we didn't exchange details, and that was that, and he told me to F off, and I told him to F off, and we, there's a bit of effing off going on. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how it ended? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, it ended up with me pulling next to him, up next to him in some traffic lights and him flipping me the birds and me getting my phone up to, to film him shouting abuse at me. So that was like, and I think, was it that? So I went through my phone, and the, the pictures are dated on the phone. And I went to the 8th of October, and there was the picture of the back of his car with zero damage, not even a scratch, right? So I'm fuming. So I then phone up the insurance company the next day and say, and I'm very calm. You were there. Yeah. You know I was calm, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was not in the best of moods anyway, uh, uh, you know, uh, and I was calm. I said, yeah, I just want to um, see what's going on with this. She said, okay, well... Um, yeah, this claim was made in October and you haven't, you didn't report it to us, but now you've reported it to us. We're going to, you're, you're, you're saying that you're at fault because if you go in the back of someone, you're at fault, even if it's at four miles per hour, the guy deserved it. So you're saying, uh, Amy and Margaret and Joyce, stay there. Uh, you're at fault. So uh, I said, yeah, okay, right. Sorry. Was, was this, was this claim made in October or has he just made it? Oh, it was made in October. <gasps> right. Sorry. Why have I only just got a letter about it now? I don't know. I don't know. But but it's we have to. Say, okay. Do you not think that's that's a problem? Because and I explained the situation that I got into at four miles an hour. She said when she stopped me. She went, well, you 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 you're confessing to impacting in the rear of his vehicle, so it is your fault. I'm like, and I'm being very calm. I'm like, okay, right. But this was a quite a traumatic experience. The guy came out. He was very, very aggressive, very threatening to me. And we agreed that there was no damage. And now you're saying three months later that there is. And actually, I find it quite stressful being reminded of that evening. I said, what is he claiming for? We don't know. I said, right, because if he's claiming for damage to his car, there ain't none. And I've got a picture of that. She said, well, again, she said, well, you, you have, listen, you said you went into the back of him. So it is you. You are at fault, and I said, right. Let me let me just stop you there. I know exactly what's going to happen. Right, he's going to make a claim for a lot of money. You are going to pay him that money. My insurance premium is going to go up. I said that is the game. That is how it works. I know that's how it works through experience and through uh, um, my own experience and the experience of others. That you do not contest. A claim. You just don't because you don't want to go to court. And you, she said, uh, and she said something. She said, "That's no, not how it works, sir. Actually, I think you'll find it was that I think you'll find that what we do is we will assess it." I said, "Okay, I'm just making a prediction, and my prediction is his claim will be for a lot of money, possibly whiplash, and you guys will pay it out, and I'm screwed." And then she said, "Sir." I'm going to end this phone call because you're being rude. 
I went, what? I'm going to end this phone call because you were being rude. Now, you were there, Catherine. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Was I rude? No, you, were, you weren't being personal to her. You were no. saying you were concerned about the way the insurance the industry, industry plays it. I was calling out the industry. Was I aggressive? No. I mean, you were obviously worried. Yep. And it was a concern that you'd have this kind of final demand and it was the first thing you'd heard of it. Yeah. Of course you're concerned. So there was that in your voice. Did I swear? Was I... No. Uh, was I uh, well, you uh, swore under your breath. Oh, under my breath. Oh, under my breath. Yes, of course I did. I mean, the worst words in the world. I did use some very bad language, but she was unable to hear that. She was. Um, So anyway, so anyways, and at the end I said, okay, well, I would really like a recording of this phone conversation, please, because I'm unhappy with the way it's gone. So the next day, today, I... Oh, no, and you said, and can I have your email address so I can send you this photograph? Oh, so I can send the photograph of the car. She went, yeah, fine. So then today, someone phones up and says, I believe you've registered a complaint about a phone call. I said, yes, I have. I said, look, I've been thinking, I've been really worried about this call, and I'm worried that that I wasn't in a great state of mind. Uh, Or maybe this was yesterday. I wasn't in a great state of mind, but it was today, this call. Um, and I'm, I've been kind of worrying all night that maybe I was rude to her, I was aggressive, and it's, I, I, I would like to apologise to her. That's what he said, oh, no, 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 we've listened to the tape. She was at fault. We're sorry that you were spoken to like that. She's very, very new. And I was like, oh, so, I'm, so I wasn't rude. You, he said, no, you weren't rude. She shouldn't have spoken to you like that at all. Um, it was lack of training or skills on her part. I'm like... Right. Okay. Fine. And he said, now on to the other complaint about this um, letter being three months late. We're investigating it. And, and so anyway, anyway, today I've had four phone calls from this insurance company, three or four. Got to be really precise about what I say because I've asked for recordings of all of the phone calls now. So three or four phone calls. And one of the phone calls was him saying, so this they're now focusing on the complaint about me getting this three months after the... And today we, we ascertained that the, the claim was made in October, definitely made in October. It wasn't made in January. It was definitely made in October. And their system, which had a glitch in it, meant I only got it now, right? And, I, and that was the thing I was complaining about. I also wanted to know what he was claiming for and so we could sort the claim out. But that was the, the official complaint. He said... I've spoken to someone, and to close this claim down, we've investigated it. We, we don't know exactly what went wrong, but to close this claim down, we can offer you £100. I said, right. I said, well, I, I, don't, accept, I don't accept your £100. What, what, what am I going to do with £100? And I'm thinking, you, you're just going to put my premium up by You'll £100. Take pounds. It back. <laughs> yes. I said, I, said I, I, I don't want £100. He's like, oh, oh. Okay, well, let me go and speak to someone. I'll get back to you. Next phone call. So, how would you like this to be resolved? Someone is panicking. Yeah, and I said, do you know, I don't really know, actually, but I want this complaint taken to the highest level. I said, I said, okay. I said, I don't want the money. I'm not doing this for compo. But I'm thinking, if you offer me 500 quid, I'm in. I said, I don't want compo. I said, what has changed? What do you mean? What has changed or what will change as a result of my complaint? I don't know what you mean. I said, well, I'm complaining because there is a flaw in your system, right? You cannot tell me exactly why I did. All you're saying is there's a glitch in the system. That's not his exact phrase, but it's something like that. There's a glitch in the system that meant I I got my thing three months later and it's opened up a whole traumatic thing. I said, so what is going to change? He said, well, I don't really know what we can change. He said, said, I said, right, can I speak to the complaints department, please? This, now, this is where it gets nuts, right? He said, 
oh, we don't have a complaints department anymore. I said, right. Got complained about. I said, right, who... <laughs> who are you... You know when you go off and you talk to someone? I thought you were talking to someone in the complaints department. right? Who are you talking to? Because he kept saying, I've referred this to complaints, right? Oh, so there is complaints. I said, well, right, complaints well this is where it gets nuts, right? I said, who are you talking to? He said, well, we have a few members of staff who used to work in complaints before complaints got closed down. <laughs> and uh, they've... Where, where are they now? Canteen? They've been advising me. <laughs> wow. I said, right, well, let me speak to them. Oh, no, no, no. The way this insurance company is set up now, I'm deliberately avoiding saying their name and see how this goes. The way we're set up now is the call handlers are allowed to deal with complaints. And I said, right. And I actually used the line, look, with respect, and that means I'm going to say something that's a little bit disrespectful, but that does, this is not resolving a complaint to me. I'm, I'm literally talking to a call handler. I, I've got so much respect for call handlers. They put up with so much shit, right? But they can't call the shots. They can't call the shots. As I said, I said, I feel like this complaint is going nowhere because I'm talking to you, right? And it just feels like it's 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 going nowhere. You're offering me a hundred pounds, which actually I find a little bit offensive. Can I talk to your supervisor? Can I talk to someone higher than you? He said, Well, there is. He said, You can talk to my supervisor, but they'll say exactly the same thing. And I said, All right. And then I said the words that only a forty-five-year-old man could say. I said, Right. Well, I'm going to have to complain to the ombudsman. I'm going to the ombudsman. And who told you about that? You did. This guy. And he said, well, you a champion. He said, well, yes, you, you, could, you could go to the financial ombudsman and could make a complaint. And what we will do is I will send you a letter detailing everything that, um, that you, need to, you need to take. And so suddenly I'm involved in an ombudsman. You've, you've missed out quite a big bit as well. Oh, yeah. The, the girl, the initial call handler, yeah. had not taken your email your she, email. she hadn't taken the photo i said have you got Which the photo of the car he said no no we haven't i said right okay fine i said okay here's what i want i want a fo- i want a recording of every phone call that i've been involved in so far all right including this one please and i said i think it's i think you're, you're I'm, and i was really calm because i've been meditating and uh <laughs> i was just like i was in bed going okay i'm furious i'm really furious with you but i said um here's the thing three months he said he said here's a, he said to me I'm sorry that this is this has happened, but we are following exactly the same procedure we would have done if we'd have been aware of this in October. I said, no, you're not, though, because you're following it three months late. I said, three months after the event. And with a threat hanging over my head of two yeah. weeks to comply. Yeah. He, he said, with three months after the event, you don't know what is um, what this guy's claiming for, do you? He said, no, we don't know that yet. And then he said to me, would you like me to phone the other party and find out what they're claiming for? <laughs> Yeah, a bit, yeah. And I went, can you do that? He went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, right, right. I'm registering a second separate complaint. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I said. I'm in beggar. Right, I'm registering a second separate complaint that is different from the three months one because why the hell... Am I having to prompt you to... Fu- I'm really stressed about this. This guy could be c- claiming for thousands of pounds uh, for an incident that there were no... It, it, and I'm reminding you that you ha- you have the power to phone up the other people and find out what they're claiming for? Bearing in mind, this is, what, the fourth phone call? <gasps> this is like four or five now, and I'm going nuts. Here's what I know is going to happen, right? I'm going to complain to the ombudsman, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. This guy's going to put in a claim. Hopefully he's put in a claim for damage to the rear of his car. I don't think he has. He'll have put in a claim for whiplash. Uh, There's two people in the car. That's about two and a half grand each. That's five grand that my insurance company will pay out because, as you know, you cannot disprove 
whiplash. You can't. You can't disprove it. That's one of the biggest scams in car insurance in the world, right? So he's going to put in a claim for whiplash. My insurance is going to pay out. My premium, which is already about, I think, £1,300, is going to go up by two, three, four hundred pounds Or, this is my extra prediction. Oh, jeez, it's coming up in March, the renewal. Oh, jeez, I'm skipping. Here's the, my other prediction. They'll refuse to reinsure me. That's what they'll do. They'll refuse to reinsure me because I've been a troublemaker. No. That's, that's why good. you need the ombudsman on board. Oh, man. And it all happened. I've forgotten it happens in March. Oh, jeez. I'm going to be broke. Man alive. I forgot. I've got Can broke. you not do him for, like, bird flipping and swearing and no, that? I, don't th- I should have gone to the police because the guy was a dick. He was an idiot. He was an a-hole. Um, 0344 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Let's go to Margaret. Good evening, Margaret. Oh, hello. Uh, Welcome back. We missed you. No, you didn't. No one missed yeah, me. You had some great um, covers. You had Christo in. You had um, Jamie in. You had great uh, guys uh, in. A bit of variety I is the can, spice of life. I can still say that we missed you, though. Okay, you can say it, Margaret. I miss, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I, I missed can, you. I missed you, too. Now, the thing is, yes. that I was going to tell you a little story that happened to me on, when that man phoned you up. And said he didn't want to die alone. Oh, yeah. Um, After your amazing story with your insurance, this is going to fall a bit flat. But since I decided to phone you up about it, I will. Yes. Um, Four o'clock one morning, um, my doorbell went. Yeah. I thought, well, that's a bit strange. But it can't be a robber or anybody because they wouldn't. Wouldn't be be a robber ringing a doorbell? Quite. So I went down and I opened the door and there was my next door neighbour in his pyjamas. Yeah. And he said, I'm dying. What? He didn't want... oh, yeah, he said, I'm dying. And so I said, this is so English. What else do you do? So he said, I'm dying. And I said, oh, dear, you'd better come in. <laughs> so yeah. he came in and he stood in my lounge and he said, yes, I am definitely dying. So I said, well, you'd better sit down then. So he sat down, and then he said, I'm gone. And he died. In, on my, what? And, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was just what other guy said. He didn't want to die alone. Well, my neighbour didn't want to die alone, did he? <laughs> so he died in my house. How long? Yeah. Uh, what, was, what was he dying of? Well, I presume he's an elderly man, a heart attack or something. I don't know. But you, um, did, did you call an ambulance to try and stop him from dying? Well, no, it was so quick. He, he said, I'm dying. I said, come in. He stood in my lounge. He said, I'm dying, and he died. How, I didn't how long did it take for no him time. to come in? I, I mean, obviously, uh, I found 999, but, yeah. you know, he was dead. So, anyway, it was just that I... Not that I would recommend it, um, but you're... Poor guy, he's Don't so Nigel won't be listening, so it won't scare him. But how long from him knocking on the door to him falling down dead? Oh, a few minutes or less. Blimey. Yeah. I suppose when you know, yeah. you know, don't you? Well, do you? Do we all get the insight? Uh, no, I think he... I've got a feeling that it was a heart attack and he could feel it, the pain. Can I ask you a question heart? about what happened immediately after? Did the police come round? Yeah, no, ambulance came round. So no, no police came round? No. Oh. No. Okay. An ambulance came round and they took him away. 
but it was a bit strange. I said, um, I wonder if I don't know what to do because there's a dead man sitting in my couch. <laughs> that must sound a bit funny. Oh. Anyway. How close were you to this uh, dead person? I hardly knew him at all. Wow. He was a very, very private person. Wow, that's but incredible. What a privilege. He shared his most intimate moment with you. Yeah, him. that's amazing. Oh, that's sweet. Have you thought of it? It's true. It's a real honour. I mean, it's a weird honour. It's not an honour I necessarily want, but the fact that he yeah. came to you, that's incredible. You should be very proud Gosh, of yourself. Imagine the thought process from him, though. Yeah. Gosh, I haven't thought of that. That's sad. OK, but your story about your insurance, well done that you stuck with it. Yeah. I think, I think your story's a little bit better. <laughs> I think your story's okay. a little bit better. I... Nice one, Margaret. Okay. Thank you for that. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. Wow. That's a story, huh? I mean, at least my neighbour only comes round, like, for parcels and that. Isn't it? Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Ian. Um, we spoke previously. I'm the uh, lawyer about uh, your potential stalking. Oh, hello, uh, Nick. Yes, mate. Good to, yes, that seems, well, that seems to have gone. Although, he sent me an email two days ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, I think... I think yeah, the, the idiot sent me an email two days ago because he thought I was talking about him on air when I wasn't. But now you are, so... Weirdo alert! <laughs> anyway, yeah, moving on. I also do um, RTA stuff, road traffic accident stuff as well, and just hearing about your um, little insurance problem um, that, uh, that, that you've got at the moment. Um, it, it, the, the situation's kind of changed in terms of insurance companies just paying out now, so it, oh. it, it changed somewhat. And what you've got when you went into the back of this guy at four miles an hour and there was no damage, it's what's called uh, an LBI, low velocity impact. Yeah. Um, and insurance companies are quite hot on that. So if your insurance co- company refused to pay out, um, you could admit, effectively admit liability, but then say, well, it hasn't caused any damage and it shouldn't affect your oh. uh, no claims or your insurance. But why, here's the, what if he claims the magic whiplash? Well, he will, but that is that doesn't mean he's going to get paid out on it. He would still have to prove that he suffered an injury and when I, I i deal with a lot of um i deal with a lot of claimant work so people yes. that are for it and i deal with a lot of rta fraud which is um uh, phantom passengers induced crashes uh, lvi's low velocity impact and that sort of thing and the first thing i look at is an engineer's report that deals with the damage yes, and the value of the damage yeah. so if you've got photographs that are time stamped you've got the metadata to support it that's contemporaneous evidence yes. to show that there was there was little or no damage at yeah, all. Yeah. So he would have to prove to the court that he was injured yes. as a result of it and the burden would then effectively be on him to prove but it. Isn't, isn't it to prove it, is it one of these injuries? Don't you just go to either a very hassled doctor or a bent doctor and they'll just they'll go and you go, can you move your shoulder? No, I can't. All right, well, I'll write you a little note. Um, no, that what what happens is there's the approved uh, medical medico legal experts, and they're approved uh, by um, I can't remember what the body is, but they you have to be on an approved list. Yeah, and you go and see them, um, and yes. Suddenly, my head is going. Baby, baby, baby! This is great, Nick. Let's sue his ass. <laughs> and uh, you know, and it, it, it may be that he says he's got some sort of restriction, but then it would still be for him to convince a judge yeah. that it was a result of the... He was actually injured as a result of it. And what your insurance 
company can do is effectively put a pleading of fraud in there to say he's being dishonest or he's exaggerating his claim. Okay. And what they'll also do is a search to see if he's had any uh, previous personal injury claims yes. and they'll see whether he's uh, effectively it's, it's, a, here's the thing, a, man. It's, a listen, claimer. I, it's so stressful. It's, I thought this was, 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 it was such a horrible experience because he was so aggressive. I pulled over and texted Kath straight after in you know, a bit of shock because it, it was horrible. And... Um, it, 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 now I guess getting this letter again, it was like, particularly on Wednesday when it came in, and it, Wednesday was a dark old day, and getting that it was like, oh, flipping heck, man. Yeah, just added, uh, yeah, I imagine it just added to the, the, the weight that you got generally anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You've got me wondering now, his weird attitude. Yeah. I wonder drugs. what... He was on drugs. Do you think? He was well, high on drugs. No, was, he had a cokey vibe. Right. No, either, either that and or... Are you sure he didn't make you go into the back of him by, on purpose? No, no, no. That, that is, it wasn't one of them. Right. It wasn't one of them. Um, you know, it was. Um, it was because uh, you do get you do get those sometimes um, in yeah. accidents where they, oh. they take they either pull it straight in front of you yeah. or they take their brake lights out, slam on the brake. Yeah. You've got you've got no idea. And don't they like sometimes that. work in tandem with someone else? Yeah. And so one car will pull in front of another one. They'll slam on the brakes. You're going to the back of that other car. I drive off. Yeah. Um, but again, a, a, a lot of these um, are cross-referenced with other claims. So there's effectively a big database. If somebody ever has a claim, it goes on a database. So other insurance companies have access to that, um, and they can effectively cross-reference. Well, to it'll be interesting to involved. see. I hope that his claim is for like loads of rear damage because I've got a picture that says there isn't. But we know it won't be. It's going to be for whiplash. We'll, we'll... But even so, it seems like it's not as cut and dry as it used to be. Let's, let's, let's... No, it isn't. It definitely isn't. And, and what can happen is if the judge has found that it, the term's called fundamentally dishonest, so he's either exaggerated about any element of his claim or he's exaggerated any element of his claim, what can happen is this. He'd then be liable for his home solicitor's costs in full. He'd be liable for the defendants. So well, but this is yeah, but this is the thing though. It's the insure. It, 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 there is a chance I could end up paying a lot of money in solicitors' fees. Well, no, you won't because your insurance will cover all this. Oh. So all this is covered by your insurance. But again, if the if the judge finds that he's been dishonest in any way, um, the judge can refer the file to the attorney general, so for prosecution because it, it's it's perjury, and um, he can be sent to prison for it. Um, and he'll, if he's found guilty of it, uh, he would have to declare that to his insurance company. And it also means that he'd never or find it very difficult to get insurance again because it would be insurance fraud. Yeah. And if you put into Google, fundamentally dishonest road traffic accident, you can see that people all the time yeah. um, get sent to prison for, for these sort of things. By the way, I have to say, by coincidence, uh, uh, fundamentally dishonest road traffic accident, they are a great band. They are touring right now, guys. <laughs> if you get the chance, go out and see them. Uh, Nick, I appreciate your help, brother. Thank you very much. No problem at all, and I like Bo Rap, even though you didn't. Sorry. Get, get, go away, loser. Terrible film. Bo Rap. Bo Rap. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit, Bo, Bo Rap. Bo Rap, Cockney Ryan slang. Uh, yeah, hello, Amy. Oh. Amy? What's going on here with Amy? Oh, hello. Hello. Yes, hello. Oh, my God. Oh, hello. no, I don't believe it. Why? Well, no, I was being you. Oh, sorry. That's all right. You're all right. Um, yeah, I am. I'm just. I'm out of work too, actually. But I wanted to just ring to say. Um, I, yeah, I'm just really glad that you're back. It's good to hear your voice. I'm not. I thought you were going to phone up and say that you really enjoyed Bo- Bohemian Rhapsody, and I would have had to cut you off as well. Oh no, I don't enjoy that at all. Okay, fine. You don't enjoy. Sorry. Okay, right. Okay. The original song, yeah. The original songs. The original songs, all right. 
It's all right, but the film is... is... Hey, don't half go on. Yeah. Six yeah. bloody minutes. Um, all right, well, what's your works do? What, what, who has a works do in January? Right, so we were open over Christmas. Yeah, so this is uh, your Christmas do. Party. Like, I've had Christmas dinner tonight. Oh, I could murder a Christmas dinner right now. Oh. I would love a Christmas dinner. Well, okay, me well. All right, listen, it's not the greatest line. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, yes, George, good evening, George. Hello. Hello, George, good evening, George. Good evening, Ian, Good Catherine. evening, good evening. This is big evening for me. It's, this is... What, what is it, the anniversary of going wrong this time? No, it's a hat trick for me today on Talk Radio. Mike, Mike Graham in the morning, George Galloway, and now you. And uh, I can't remember last time I got a hat trick, but uh, anyway, it's, it's. What do you win? Um, well, I'm hoping at the end of the day to get someone to write about this hat trick. No one's interested in an old man phoning a radio station, it's not newsworthy. Um, it's not yeah, a news story. Man, man, the man who won't shut up phones up radio station three times. Well, both Mike and George Galloway gave me the big build-up, un- unlike you. And what uh, big build? What big build-up? Here comes another boring call from George. That's, I mean, not, that's not what George Galloway said. He said Rainbow George, a legend, and uh, yeah, I said I'm, that until until I kept saying that until we, you know, until it got to this stage. Yeah, well, I'm saying, I haven't spoken to him for a long time. And, yeah. He'll learn. Uh, we first met in, in I gave him a When list. he was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. No, he was uh, part of a by-election in government. All right, Scotland. all right, whatever. Listen, we'll come back to you after the news, OK? Good. Yeah. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
That's a song, isn't it? That's a song, kids. That's a song, George. Yes, where were we? Uh, talk, l- listening to you bang on about some stuff while you didn't engage in a conversation, I think... Sorry? I think that's where we were. I was telling you about when I first met George How, how long were you on George's show, show for tonight? Not long. OK. So does it really count? Of course it counts. It's about ten no. seconds or something, wasn't it? No, no, it was longer than that. And la- last time I... Last time I, I spoke to him, he cut me off when I told him. Well, that... then there you go. So you get here's the thing, man. You get longer on our show than you get in any of, your, any of the other shows. So just you know, a little I bit... don't call the other shows. Yes, uh... you get more. You get longer on our show than you do on the others, and yet you treat us like shit, and you treat the others like they're gods. Right? Why? Do, why do I? What? In what way do I treat you like shit? It, it worked just literally. In, 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 when I said we'll be back after the break, good. I thought you'd cut me off before the break. No, I'm a nice guy. I'm tempted to cut you off now. Here's the thing, man. Let's stop. Stop you. Stop phoning up my show to tell me about other shows you phoned up and either got on or not got on, and just phone up my show to tell me about what you want to say to my show. How's about them? How's about well, them apples? I want to complete the hat trick on your okay, show. Okay, you've done it, George. What do you mean I've done it? Well, geez, you you wanted to complete the hat trick. You've done it. Well, you've been talking a lot about predictions and insurance and by synchronicity I'm watching... I've not, yes. Go- ..golf on the telly and it's the Farmers Insurance Tournament and, uh, <laughs> and as I say, you've made lots of predictions, so I would like to make mine. <laughs> I think I made one prediction. No, you made lots of predictions. Go on, well, I don't remember. I remember predicting that the guy was going to put in a claim for whiplash... Yeah, prediction. but you mentioned the word prediction. Oh, okay, George. All right, let's just, just just get to the point because I want to I want to say how crap the Queen film is. So let's just get to the point. Come on, chop chop. The point is that my prediction: Brexit to Brexit, from the EU to the IU to the NEU. What do you mean? Are you mad? Uh, Brexit. They cancelled Brexit. Brexit is Britain and Ireland joining together. And from the EU to the IU, that stands for (laughs) Ireland's United. And the... (laughs) And the the NEU stands for for New European Union. Okay. And... uh, I'm delighted to have made that prediction. Okay, the prediction the prediction's been made? Yeah. And you've and, done the hat trick? So and, I guess we're done now. And the request. Well if it's to play your song, I'm not gonna do it. Because I'm in charge of the music and I'm feeling a very strong CSMY vibe tonight. What so. does that what does that mean? It's, it means uh, CS stands for um, Ireland and Britain as one and MY stands as uh, Wales and Scotland as two. CSMY. <laughs> what do you want? You, you can ask for a request. It's not going to happen. So let's just get to the What's not going to happen? The request, the request is not going to be met. So. Uh, it, it was a song that features in... Features it's in, not going to be met. Uh, whatever, listen, whatever you ask, I'm not going to do it. Well, that's lovely of you. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> d- d- George, don't take the piss, mate. You've had, you've had longer on this show tonight than your appearance on George Galloway's and Mike Graham's show combined. So, come on, man. You get more time on this than any other show, and I'm just choosing not to play some crappy song that you're going to suggest. I'm in charge of the music. CSMY. Yeah, well, it, it was a song that featured in a couple of... Is parts. it by CSMY? No. Wait, are, are England and Ireland and Wales and Scotland? No. Then it, I'm not playing it. 
No, it was a song that featured in two party political broadcasts in Northern Ireland. Okay. Always hits. And, and it's called You People. Okay. And, well, and you people find... can go and find that, and people can go online and find that themselves, and, and um, I wish them the very best of luck. Yeah, well. Okay. It's, it's, it's on YouTube. There we go, beautiful. All right. Ben Real. Okay. Nice one, you, George. You people. You, you people. Yeah. Uh, you people. All right, nice one, George. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good weekend. And you. Right, so I've got your present. Oh, you shouldn't have. Uh, from our good friend, Scott Balcony. Open that up. One is for me, one is for you. Uh, this is a genuine present. It cost me money. Didn't get a freebie. Um, it cost me money. Actual This is exciting. Money. Exciting Scott times. has a T-shirt printer. Yeah, what could it be? It's a T-shirt. I'll give printed, you that. Printed, printed one. Yes, yes, yes. How, on, how will I know which one's mine? Come here. Let me, let me give, give me here. Oh, you've got your receipt there. Don't look at that. Actually, do look at it. See how much I spent on you. Give me the T-shirts. Right. Ouch. So, these are the T-shirts we got up for, and we're going to um, franchise. This is the franchise. This is... Just read what it says there, please. <laughs> Let's ride. Hang on a minute. Right, hang on a minute. I've got to find Scott up. Can you... Uh... I can't read it when it's all scrunched right, up. Right, you... You, you read it. Let's ride. Right. Ian and Kath's Motorcycle Club. Yeah. Scooter division. Right. It's got a picture of a scooter. Okay, on it. there's 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 a slight problem with this. I need to show me to, again. No, no, Has no. he got any handlebars? I need to I need to call Scott because there's a slight problem. Oh, um, should be Kath and Ian's Kath. No, it's Ian and Kath because right, it just it scans better. But there's there's a problem. There's a little problem with the old t-shirts. Yeah, I just need so there. Let's just give him a little call on the old uh, telephone. I've got my phone. I hope he doesn't open his phone calls with a swear. He, he, he he's a nice guy. He's, he's You'll a, see it's you. Yeah. Well, no. It's late, you know. It's, yeah, he, it's close past 11. He should be up. Hi, mate. Hello, mate. How you doing, Scott? You're right. It's Ian. You're live on yeah. talk radio. All right. How you doing? Well, I'm great. Listen, I just opened the T-shirts that you sent. The Ian and Cass Motorcycle Club, oh, Scooter Division. Yeah. They're great. Oh, They're great. Oh, they're great. I love it. Couldn't I couldn't hope for anything more. Well, I could hope for one thing more. Oh. Yet the thing I asked you to put on them. Um. What? Hey, what? I've got nervous now. My throat's gone dry. Yep, you should be, mate. Because oh. this is. I'm making an official complaint. Because I said on the back of my t-shirt it had to say president, <gasps> and on the back of Cass' t-shirt it had to say vice president, <laughs> and it doesn't say that. And I've opened them on air. Expecting to do that as a big reveal gag, and you've not put it on there. Explain yourself, you t-shirt fraudster. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Brexit. This is Brexit. This is. I don't. Care, I don't care about your baby I'm, being asleep. I'm, Wake your baby up. I want her to know what, what a lousy dad I she's mean, got. I've got a sharpie. I could write it on. No. This is. This is the problem. He should be trying double hard because of Brexit, and he's trying half as hard because uh, of James Dyson. How are you going to fix this? Scumbag. Um, come, we'll swing by the shop tomorrow, and I'll, I I'll fix it. I, I don't live anywhere near <laughs> Uxbridge, mate. Oh man. Um. Oh god, this is awkward, isn't it? Yeah. I'll do you some more. Send them to you. Here's here's what's going to happen, Scott. You're going to do us <laughs> twenty five more each. That makes fifty. <laughs> Okay, and you're you going to give them away. Give them away to the no, listeners. No, no, get lost. No. I'm going to have spares. That's no. no. <laughs> all we're going to wear forever. I'm going to have spares. No, I will. I'll drop. I'll, I'll pop them in the post to you next week. It's 
It's a good design, though, isn't it? It's it beautiful. is a great design. But, but the, the gag of the reveal that was <laughs> happening on air just now has um, has been ruined by your your shoddy team. I, I don't think Have you seen it. the Ted Bundy tapes? I've just started, started watching it watching, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Have you seen I think he did it. Tapes. I think he did it. <laughs> Have you seen the... Uh, well, it. Oh, the first episode, they're just saying... He's so good-looking. <laughs> I know, and I, I didn't, I didn't fancy so him. He is a good-looking fellow. He's a little weird, though, isn't it? Have you seen Fire? He's not that good-looking, No, he's, he's just, not, right. he's just he's not, like, not ugly. He's like Richie Manick. Have you seen, have you seen Fire? <laughs> yes. Not the actual thing, the documentary? No, I've seen the documentary, yeah. OK, well, Billy. then... Billy. OK. Well, Billy. I'm, I've, I'm, I've got 20 minutes left of it. I'm hoping he can turn it around before the end. That's what I'm thinking. Well, yeah, no, no, that's funny you say that, because I've, I've didn't watch the last 20 minutes either. Oh. So I don't know if he goes to prison. I okay. assume he does. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed. We like did the you bit... see the bloke, the bloke saying he went and did the... For the water. Well, he was gonna. We just played that the clip out. We bit. just played the clip out. He was gonna do that <laughs> for the water, but the guy let him off. He had mouthwash and everything. Oh, yeah. I was asleep. I was. Asleep. I was literally asleep. Phone rang. Yeah. I'm there, but I, I was just asleep. I wasn't. Well, hang on. Are you just, re- just. Are you just telling us what happened? Have we finished that? Are you telling us what happened four minutes ago now? <laughs> I was just thinking about that mo- that bit. What he was gonna do for the water? He you were asleep. asleep. You were dreaming about a man giving blowjobs for water. <laughs> Yeah. You need to focus more on the back of your T-shirts. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I'm really so... I'm so sorry. Now, listen, there's one thing I want to ask you about them. And then we hang up. That's our little private private gag that we had there. <laughs> what a scumbag. You woke him up. Yeah, good, good, good. He's ruined it. There should be on the back there. My oh. T-shirt president. Catherine's T-shirt vice president. Empress. Vice president. VP, because whoever... Whoever completes their uh, motorcycle training first... And, and gets their licence first, becomes the president of the club. Yeah, but, I've done two out of the three yeah, But if you exams. fail the next bit and I, I breeze through all three, right, then I get to, I get to wear good, your T-shirt and you get to wear t-shirt. mine. We're going we're gonna to put... When, Ian, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna do you put, hear that? Nope. We're going to put these <laughs> on the website at some point. You're going to be able to buy these. These are great. But ah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, don't know if I want to admit them to the club. A franchise. They won't be in our club, but they'll be a franchise. Yeah. But he screwed that up, and he's, he's, he needs to um, learn some manners and some respect. Oh, uh, 03444991000 Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So I saw the Queen film, and it is... I knew it was going to be a stinker. You mean Freddie Mercury, not that one that Helen Mirren did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, it's just... Oh, it's his false teeth. What is he doing? Oh, it was. I'm Freddie. I've changed my name to Freddie Mercury, and um, uh, I like the band, but you've got to change the name. I'm a big queen. Why don't we call it Queen? I'm going to be a new singer. Can you play bass? No, but my friend John can. <laughs> that impression sounds exactly like my friend's boyfriend. But that's that's how he does it, Remy Malik. That's how he does it, right? And there's a bit in it where Brian May's going, um, yeah, um, I really want to write a song that the fan for the fans that the fans can play. I've got an idea, guys. Can you just stand up there and just, 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 can you just do this for me? And so they're all stood there, going, "What is this? This is, this is ridiculous. What are you doing?" And he goes, "Um, what can we do? Um, oh, I know. On the third beat, clap like this." And then Freddie, <laughs> Freddie comes in late, like high. He's a high in a lot of it. He comes in late. Oh, darlings, what's going on? What's, what's, what's this? Oh, is this... Uh, what's this? Uh, I've got an idea. A oh, buddy, you're a boy, you're a bit... <laughs> flipping it. And, just 
how it happens. And then there's another bit, right, where they're arguing about disco. <laughs> and, and Brian and Roger are going, we're not doing bloody disco. And John's going, well, I just think, you know, we think it's, it'll be great. And I'm not doing bloody disco. We're not bloody disco band. We're a rock and roll band. And then Freddie comes in. From the disco. And he comes, he comes <laughs> in from the disco. And he's arguing with Roger. And then while he's doing that, John is on bass going, ba-dum, dum, dum. Ba-dum, He's like, ba-dum, dum, dum. Bidom dom 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 dom, and Brian and Brian goes, well, it is a good riff. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like either Quantum Leap does Queen, or oh darling, oh darling, put me on the phone to my cat, so I want to say hello to my cat. <laughs> Forest Gump too. Oh, it's um, well, I've got four extra incisors and makes me bigger vocal range. It's like that. It's. Awful. Is that true? He had extra teeth. That's what it says in the film. I don't know if it's true because I don't know what's true in the film or not. I don't. I do get made wider. It means you can go wider. Oh. Um. I mean, I don't think Aidan Gillen was their actual manager in real life. So I don't know how much of it is true and how much of it isn't. I didn't get to the bit where apparently they split up, but they reformed for Live Aid. Did that actually happen, Queen fans? No, they'd been touring, hadn't they? I don't know. (laughs) They did split up. There's a bit where. they're uh, they're playing some crappy gig. Got to get the audience on side, Fred. Go and do something. And he goes out. Oh no, no, this is the bit. <laughs> this is the bit. The first gig. The first gig with the band, right? And he's never been on stage before. And he's on stage, and um, the audience going, "Where's Where's Tim, the original singer?" And they shout out some racist terms. And he's a li- he's sort of a little bit nervous, but flamboyant. And he's all this, and they're playing um, they're playing a song, right? And he's and he's he's strides to the microphone to sing, and he, he's trying to adjust the microphone, and he. He can't adjust the microphone. I'm going, oh, no, please, he's not going to. <laughs> he he can't adjust the microphone. He's adjusting, he's adjusting. And then he pulls it, and then the top of the microphone comes out, so he's only got, like, 18 inches of microphone. And he looks at it and goes, oh. And then he starts posing. I said, come on. That's not how that happened. I know you're saying this because you say the film is crap, but you're really making me want to see it. But it's not, it's not, where is Hysteria? The, and Carol, I'll be with you shortly. Hysteria, the Def Leppard story, is awful, but it's funny, man. This is so boring. So, Fred, you've got to get out there and, and just do something. Keep the audience entertained. But what do I do? <laughs> just go out there and do something. Diddy Dale! Diddy Dale! Diddy Dale! And does he do the thing like Gaga did, where he starts out, you know, trembling and, and worried, and then suddenly. No, he's, he goes and sees um, Roger Taylor and Brian May in a band. And it goes out to the back of the in the, in the band, and their singers quit. Oh, what, on I, the night, they just, yeah, yeah. The singer, so the yeah. singer stomps off, yeah. and, and Freddie's there. She actually comes out. And goes, I've got, I write songs. I've got some lyrics for you. Uh, no thanks, mate. We're not interested. I can sing. I bet you can't, mate. Go on, jog on. Can anybody find me? <laughs> so he doesn't quite sing that, but he sings something, and they go, "Wow, he's not bad. <laughs> it is awful." And here's the, here's the good news. It will not get Best Picture in the Oscars. It can't now because the director, Brian Singer, this isn't good news, obviously, but the director has been accused of all kinds of um, of rape against boys, young boys and young men. Um, so that will stop it getting the Best Picture, but not the fact that it's a crap film, which it what, is. I don't know what they're thinking. It is boring. People, I don't know, people like a st- still like to star is born. I just don't get it. Best thing about Bohemian Bo Rap is the head of EMI. I was watching it with a friend 
and we watched the whole scene. He said, do you know who that was? And he looks like Jeff Lynne. I said, is it Jeff Lynne? He said, no, it's Mike Myers. Mike Myers' character is brilliant. Have you seen the film, Sam? Did you like the film? No. Okay. But you like Mike... The Mike Myers bit was good. It's six bloody minutes. But the rest of it is just... It's... Six bloody minutes is a long time. Oh, I feel sorry for your wife, then. I feel sorry for... I feel sorry for your wife, if you're, if you're saying, oh, I'm pretty accurate. <laughs> I've, not, I've not yet discovered I'm gay, but I keep looking at men as they walk into toilets. There's a lot of looking at men as they walk into toilets and then... Licking looking, his lips. Looking, yeah, looking, almost looking wistfully and they're going, oh, no. He walks, <laughs> he walks off the other way. Is he in love with a woman in the film yet? Yeah, 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 he's lived, lived with a woman. I mean, didn't he, yeah, didn't he end up leaving all his money to her? I don't know, probably. They, they, they were very close friends. and uh, But it's just a... Here's the thing, I'm not a massive... Um, I'm not a massive Queen fan. There's some good Queen songs, definitely. Some great Queen songs. But um, it's just boring. boring. I, I like the idea of Freddie. I'm hoping this film isn't going to put me off him. Um, here's, here's, here's my review of Bohemian Rhapsody. It wasn't even good enough to be shit. There you go. <laughs> That's my review of the movie. Let's go to Carol. Good evening, Carol. That was me just then. Oh! oh you changed What it. the hell happened? I What? You've changed me quote because I said no, I if, if, if it was any good, it'd be it'd be if shit for me. All right, we've got we've done the S bombs. No, good enough. No, I, it, no, I haven't. Literally, I'm impressed. I'm no, saying. but well, we have literally not done anything to it. That's the clip. That's what exactly what you said. Because I was talking about me Dave, wasn't I? Okay, yeah. but that's exactly. Yeah, if it was any good, it'd be shit. Okay, that's enough for the S bombs. We got we got that now. That's but sorry, Ooh, yeah, no, that, that, that's exactly what you said. I just thought I'd give you a ring. Okay. And say hello because I haven't rung you for ages. But it's okay. been all sorts happening. Okay. And um, I thought, also, George, I don't think he can claim a hat trick because that he he put forward the exact um, argument that he did to George Salloway. So really, if he's fun in three shows, he should have three different subjects to be a hat trick because. Each goal would be different on a football match, wouldn't it? Anybody find me somebody to love. It's still there. Good. Good. Each morning I get up, I die a little. Can't barely stand on my feet. Take a look in the mirror and cry. Lord, what you're doing to me? I have spent all my years in believing you, but I just can't get no relief. Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me somebody to love? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I work hard every day of my life. I work till I ache my bones at the end. I take home my heart and pray all on my own. I go down on my knees and I start to pray till the tears run down from my eyes. Lord, somebody. Somebody. Ooh, somebody. somebody. anybody find me? Try 
Ah, I'm finding the breathing right. fascinating. Yeah. Gasping. Yeah. Did he smoke? Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to put me down. They say I'm gone crazy. Oh. They say I got a lot of water in my brain. <laughs> I got no common sense. I got nobody left to believe. Oh. Hello. Hello. I'm still here. Not you. I wanted to tell you. We're not finished. Go on, carry on. He's carrying on. He's taking a little, he's having a fag, probably. Fag break. Okay. Ooh, somebody. Ooh, anybody find me? Somebody to love. <laughs> got no feel, I got no rhythm. I just keep losing my beat. I'm okay, I'm alright. I ain't gonna face not a fear. I just gotta get out of this prison cell. Someday I'm gonna be free. Lord. Here we go. That's enough of that. I tell you what, the 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 best. Um. Oh, sorry, I stopped it. It was that bit. That was the the oh, best bit. Okay. Um, the the best. Yes. Oh, here we go. Oh, I like the under pressure one with him and Bowie. Wizza wuzza. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Mr. Freddie Mercury and his greatest song, the vocals only. Oh, Barcelona. actually quite tough the, the Montserrat Kabaya bit yeah I, it's I tricky it's, it's a tricky, tricky bit tricky. Tricky. I'll practice I'll get it that's my dream yes Carol what can we do for you this evening I thought I'd um, tell you about don't, um, don't tell us what you're going to tell time. us about just tell us about it get straight in there okay Okay then. By go. the way, Sam's someone's my saying that they're trying to. Hang on a second, Carol. Hang on, Carol. Someone's trying saying that they're trying to ring up. They're either bullshining or the system's wonky. So Who, keep your eye. Who's open. trying to ring up? Some fella. Uh, well, I don't believe him. He's I dialing don't. the wrong. He's dialing the talk sport radio, and and I don't want that guy. If he can't work out our phone number, then I'm not interested in him. He's a scumbag. Okay, Carol. Got my new smartphone. Oh, smartphone. Okay. It was on special offer in Asda. They're the best. Four pounds. That's the best and way. I thought, and it's a Samsung Galaxy Beautiful. J3. I've had J- it. J-C-B. I left it J-C-B. in the. Um, JK? It's since 2016. Good, good history. Not bad. Okay, so so you called in For to tell beginner, us. You called in to tell us. Well, I've 
my cat's gone blind in one eye. She had to have an operation. Okay, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry so to hear that. So poor little Millie yep. is looking like a pirate now because oh. she's only got one eye. I. Well, so, see, she got she got an eye patch on. Well, I've got to get you one, but I don't know what where to get a cat size one. I don't. Th- uh, maybe the, have you asked the vets? Well, I've been to him tonight, and he was admiring his own work and well it's healed so arrogant, up. Bless so, him. So arrogant. Well, if it's uh, so, she's doing really good. Okay. Well, that's, and, that's um, great news. So uh, also, um, the condoms run out of date, so I've had to bin it. Oh, that's a shame. Well, I think you can buy new ones. Well, I know. Well, I've, that's what I thought. I'm going to have to go back now and try and look discreet. No, no need to be discreet. Uh, you just, um, you just get in there. You so buy it. Uh, who cares what anyone thinks? They'd probably be jealous. Well, I thought, should I bother? Because I'm past. You know. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Here we go. This is this. You don't want to get the Hang clap on. at your age. Hang on. Here we go. This will what be. A good... Carol, shush, shush. I'm getting bored now. This is. I'm, 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 we should be at home really listening to this because this is. This, this is not a good one. You ready? Here we go. Go on. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Do it then. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, a bit faster. It's coming. I don't want to jump ahead. Jump to there. 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 Is it on? Is my computer on, Sam? I'm gonna. If it's not, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna slap you so hard. There we go. There he is. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. Fifty seconds in. That's a bit, I'm taking the lazy. I'd sit alone and watch your light, my only friend, through teenage nights and everything. We can play the game. Which member of Queen wrote which song? Okay, so which member of Queen, 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 Queen. Queen wrote this? I had to know. This. I heard it on my radio. That that smells of Brian May to me. Incorrect answer. You gave really? them all. Those old-time stars Through wars or wars Invaded by Mars You made them laugh You made them cry You made I think it's. I think it's fair to say Queen... I'm going to say it and then we can discuss it later. Queen are the only band where all four members individually wrote a number one song. I think that's pretty... I think I'm... I think I'm... Certainly the top ten song. I think I'm I'm sticking with that. Queen is the only band where it, all four members, all of the members, each individually wrote a number one song. I'm sticking with that. You had the time, you had the power, you yet to have your finest hour, radio. Okay. It's a lot of gasping, isn't there, with his singing? Uh, that was Roger Taylor. Oh, right. Um, okay, who wrote... Let's see if we can find... I'm, I'm loving this. I, oh. Um... Okay, we haven't got the vocals for... Okay, who who wrote this? Who wrote this? Okay, ladies. Whoa, get, get out of here, man. Outrageous. Um, who, wrote, who wrote this? Who wrote this? Who wrote this? It's coming. It's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. A kind of magic. This is Cartoon Freddy. So who wrote this? So um, Brian May, Roger Taylor. Oh. He just think Roger Taylor. So Roger Taylor wrote Radio Gaga, and it's a kind of magic. Quids in. in, but yet it's John Deacon is the one that chooses not to tour with them anymore. Okay, what's the one where they're doing the hoovering? 
I want to break free. Let's see. Let's see. I want to break free. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. How do I stop that? All right, be quiet. Okay, so here's. So let's see. Who do you think wrote? I mean, this is take a while to come in. This is vocals only. This is going to be. This is going to be awesome. Okay, this is going to be great. So um, let's see. Who wrote this classic Queen song? Probably the, the Queen video where I, I actually quite fancy Roger Taylor. He looks hot in it. Uh, isn't he dressed as a schoolgirl? Oh, he is, isn't he? But I know he's a, I know he's a man in his late thirties. Yes. I know he's a man in his late thirties. Yes, okay. Um, here we go. Here we go. I want to break free. <gasps> I want to break free from your lies. You're so self-satisfied. I don't need you. I've got to break free. God knows. God knows I want to break free. I've fallen in love. I've fallen in love for the first time. Who wrote this one? Brian May. John Deacon. Oh. That's why John Deacon don't talk with them anymore. He wrote, I want to break free. So, what's Brian May done then? Um, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> I like Flash, don't okay, I? Uh, okay, this is Brian May. What are you doing in it, Carol? This is Brian May at his, at his finest. This is Brian May. This is... Uh, Brian May. And I know this because I saw the movie. And I saw the, the writing process. Uh, it came really easily, probably, didn't documented it? documented in the... Buddy, you're a boy, make a big noise, playing in the street, gonna be a big man someday. You got <gasps> mud on your face, <gasps> you big disgrace, <gasps> kicking your can all over the place, singing, We will, we will rock you. <gasps> we will, we will rock you. You did it wrong. Oh. Buddy, you're a young no. man, hard man, Different shouting in the street. Waving your banner all over the place. We will, we will rock you. Um, Let me see. A song which, of course, was covered by which 90s boy band? 911. Five. Did they really? I think so, yeah. I'm going to say it. Yeah, they did, actually. They did. They did. That takes some cojones, doesn't it? Um, Five pairs. Um... Okay, I'm bored of Queen now. Yeah. All right, Carol, thanks for your call. All right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thanks, yeah, Carol. I enjoyed that little meander down the Queen vocal only route and discovering <laughs> which member of Queen was which. So thanks for bringing up that topic. Great, stay there. Come to you after this. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams on Talk Radio. Let's go to Craig. Oh, he couldn't wait more than six minutes and put the phone down and then started getting stroppy on Twitter. Jog on, lad. Butler. Call up, Craig, you muppet. I was just about to go to you. Here's the thing. Sometimes you've got to wait. What, what is this? What is this? Fast food? What, you think we're working in a sushi restaurant? What, what, what do you think we are? Yo, sushi? We're going to come around on a little conveyor belt and you pull my lid off and then we talk to you? Get a grip. Either come on or jog on. Stop, stop hassling uh, Catherine on Twitter. What's this scumbag saying? I'm just saying. He's making a big deal about it. Yeah, make a it's big nev- deal of it's, this. It's never a great call when they make that much fuss. Make a big... Yeah, exactly, Craig. I bet your call was lousy. Prove me wrong. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, Craig. 
call me. I'm sorry that you had to wait so long, man. That was out of order. That was rude of me. I would like to apologise to you personally. Oh, he says, I didn't bottle. I've got bugger all to say and being bullied into it by your followers. Tell him to stick it. It's, you're a loser, Craig. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Ian. What you got? Um, Queen, the yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody film. Yeah. I quite liked it. Well, you're an idiot then, mate, and you need to get a life and stop but, taking, you know, need to stop taking drugs. But what I like more than the Bohemian Rhapsody film yeah. is in 1993, a German man did a cover version of Radio Gaga. Oh, yeah. Which is basically a remix. Yeah. But he also raps over the top of it. Uh... Queen and DJ Bobo. DJ Bo- now is this when when um, Queen? But basically, Roger Taylor and where, why is John? De- why does John Deacon not do anything with Queen anymore? He's retired. He just likes the money rolling in. Well, geez, but Roger Taylor and Brian May can't let it lie. Now they'll go and um, whore themselves out for anything, including well, and telescopes don't buy themselves, do they? Well, I know exactly, but, but his thing- I think they genuinely just like doing it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, I heard- The classic white rap rhythm, though. Do 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 do. So I think Brian May did write Flash. You're right. Yes, mate. I think Brian May is the weak link in the songwriting thing. Although he wrote "Who Wants to Live Forever," which is a great song. Oh, beautiful. There's no time for us. Sorry. The best Queen ballad, of course, is "These Are the Days of Our Lives." It's a great song. It's one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest songs of all time. And the bloke playing Brian May in the film yeah. is incredible. He does look oh, like no, him. Oh, no, he's not. He's not. He's not. He looks he's not, sounds not. exactly no, like him. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look anything like him. But he's got, he's got a big, you know, moustache and cropped hair. He doesn't look anything like him. No, no, he's trying... Brian Shut up! Like... Shut your face! Shut your face! <laughs> I, will, I will ram... I will ram the entire Queen back catalogue on vinyl. Wow. Half of the singles down your throat, the albums up your jacksie. Sideways. Oh yeah. What? The, the yeah. R- R- Rami Malik, I don't think is very good at it. No, he's saying Brian May. He d- Brian May he does. doesn't look anything like Brian May. I think he looks he's, like him. He doesn't. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry, Dan. I'm so sorry, Catherine. Of course, I've forgotten. Could you help me out? Clear me, clear my mind out. Which one of us three? Has been to Brian May's house, oh. hung out in his garage, mm. stood right next to him and talked to him, chatted to him about Vox amps, while he noodled I around did. on his guitar. Shut up! While oh, he played around I on his guitar and now. then said to him, "What happens if you flick that switch on your guitar? What do those pickups do?" And he went, "Um, are they, these pickups. Oh, that's the bow rap sound." And then, as I stood next to him, 
has played the guitar solo for Bo Rap right. to me. So, Which one of us three did that happen that, to? That, that would be... Right, now you're muffled because you're, 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 you're bottling it. You, you right. can't, you're doing this. Can I respond? No, no, you can't. The response is very simple. You. But... Thank you. Which also, uh, the same answer, which one of us has got facial dyslexia? Oh, that would be you! Yeah, you. No, no, no. Not when I'm good friends with someone I no, don't have it. You have not got... when I'm good friends you with someone. You think everyone looks the same? You're ah. racist. Ah, I yeah. am a racist. That's irrelevant You're... to this. I am racist, actually. Yeah. Massive racist. You're as racist you know. against everybody. I everyone. cannot stand the Indians. Um, no, no. He doesn't look like Brian May. His face is too long. And Rami Malik's too short. Rami Malik's well short in it. He's a wee fella. No, it's uh, it's a terrible film. It's a stinker. Um, and uh, I'm going to buy all the copies on VHS. And oh, come on, it, it, it was finished off by the bloke off Games Master. They're not very good series of Games Master. Hey, what, what do you mean? Oh, De- Dexter Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher. He's the executive producer of it. We like Dexter. Fletcher. We like Dexter, and I'm hope, I'm oh, glad that, that money is rolling into Dexter's back pocket. But I wonder. Here's a question I've got for you, Dexter. How do you sleep at night? Knowing you put that that movie out, how do you sleep yeah, at night? Now he's doing the other one, isn't he? What, Rocket Queen, Man. Queen 2. Rocket, is he doing Rocket Man? Oh, Elton John. I li- I'd like to see that, because, as you know, I'm good. I'm actually good friends with Elton John as well, and this is not even well, a joke. You, you stood your kid next to him, and he didn't know who he was and took a no, picture. No, no. Shut up, man. I've had many conversations with Elton John. No. Yes, they all happened on the same what, day. What, what do you and Elton talk about? We talk, well, first thing School was... Fates. The first thing was, I asked him... Who uh, was, was there a ticket system? Who was in charge of the bouncy castle? Genuine question to Elton John. I didn't know it was Elton John until I turned. I saw there was someone sat on the bench and I went, excuse me, mate, who's in charge of the bouncy castle? And as I turned, it was Elton John. I don't know, darling. He doesn't speak like that. (laughs) He's a bit common. He said, I don't know. You have to ask someone over there. Then next conversation, it was the, uh, you had to, it was hook the duck, hook the duck, uh, the duck fishing game, right? And I was joking about it, and I said, it would, maybe we'll win a million pounds! Or something! It was a funny joke, and him and David Furnish laughed! Then I, then, I, then he was sat down, and I said, all right, Elton, I'm, I'm off to see your mate tonight, Brian Wilson. Can I get a picture of my boy? Of course and you then you woke up, and it was all a Shut your face, it's it all true. I'll show you the picture one day, Dan, and then you'll apologise to me. I won't apologise. Get lost, loser. So was this Elton's private funfair? Was he wearing a bum bag and taking change? I don't think using... Actually, I think that's homophobic. He does wear a bum bag, doesn't he? I think that's homophobic. He, he doesn't wear a bum bag. He does. Bag. I've bum seen him. Bag. I've seen him. Bum bag. Homo... That is... Fanny pack, then. That is his, his husband. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? David would have a man bag. Um, I remember once being in a gay club years ago. Don't uh, tell this story. No, no, it's great. It's a beautiful story. When I was very, very high, very high on drugs, and I was with some people with the TV show I was working with, and we ended up in a gay club, and David Furnish was there, and I was dancing with David Furnish. I was voguing around David Furnish. I think voguing is when you put your arms in a quite an aggressive manner around the person. And I stood on and said, Come on, you gays! Oh, my God. And uh, they loved it. I loved well, it. We were, had a great time. You were very high. Very, very high. Now, a lot of the people in the club were high as well. It was a, it was a f- fun time. Um, so I think May is the weak link. Name a Queen song. And yeah. Who you think wrote it? Seven Seas of Rye. I'll take to the Seven Seas of Rye. Um, okay, who do you think wrote it? Brian May. Mercury. You're just going to say May for all yeah, of them? Yeah, I am. Like my mum He's the weak link. My mum says Kevin Keegan to everything on Question of He's the weak link. She's been right once. Somebody to love. Kevin Keegan. Mercury. 
Uh, oh, this is a great song. 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 Here we go. Hang on, I don't know if that's... The, uh, can we do any better than that? This is a great song. This is decent. Sammy was low, you know this just song? watching the show. I don't know this bit. Over and over again. Knew it was time. He'd made up his mind <gasps> to leave his dead <laughs> life behind. This is a good, this is a great song. His boss said to him, Boy, you'd better begin to get those crazy notions right out of your head. Sammy, who do you think that you are? You should have been sweeping. Get to the chorus. That's not worth it. But you what? Um, Eve says, God, I miss Ian Collins at night on LBC. Ian Lee on talk radio really is insufferable. Loud, crass, and about as funny as a heart attack. Well, here's the thing, Eve. You're an idiot. Because Ian Collins was never on LBC on a Friday night. So you'd still be listening to me, you absolute mutton. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Two hours of rubbish so far. Another hour of absolute rubbish to go. When we come back, I'm going to play you the best, the best... Queen song of all time. There is one song that is great. And we're dedicating the rest of the show to Eve. Uh, to Eve. Eve That's what she would have wanted. Eve Monroe, it's your show. Uh, give us a call. Um, you speak to Sam, he'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
There's a Chris Frank exhibition in Manchester happening at the end of February, beginning of March. I'm going up on March the th- Sunday, March the 3rd, I think it is, with the, Steve Sullivan, who made the Frank Sidebottom documentary, Chris Seavey film. It's coming out soon. It's coming out in March. It's incredible. And also Dave Arnold, who's one of Chris's mates. And we're going to go around. Literally, going. Up, I'm going up to Manchester for three hours and coming back. And we're going to record... I don't know if we're recording like the tour guide that you can't, you know, you put the headphones on and you listen to that, or if it's like a podcast that you can down. I think it's a podcast you can download and you can listen to it as you're going around the, the thing, or you can just listen to it whenever you want. But it'll just be us looking at the art. The film's coming out soon. My record label's putting out the soundtrack album soon. Amazing. Imagine, um, Eve Munro, you're, you're you're thicker than I would have given you credit for. So Eve said she misses Ian Collins. I said, well, he was he wasn't on on Fridays. What are you talking about? I'd always listen to Ian on a Friday, she says. There was such a thing as a catch-up schedule for Ian Collins' Sunday to Thursday night show I might have missed. Well, Eve, here's the thing. Why don't you text the radio station that he no longer works at? I- I've been doing this job for three years, you muppet. You're listening to a show you don't like? Why don't you text... Instead of texting me, you tweeting me, you prune. Why don't you tweet Nick Abbott or tweet LBC? You muppet. And then I clicked on your bio. And I understood. Show's a little bit too left-wing for you, is it, love? Don't worry, Tommy Robinson will be on on Monday. <laughs> not a chance. Listen, instead of complaining, instead of listening to a show you're not enjoying and complaining to it that the show that you used to listen to on another radio station isn't there anymore, why don't you, um, I don't know, go and complain to the radio station that the show you used to listen to isn't on anymore. Stop listening to this. This isn't for you. And you know the thing she's going to reply about? The Tommy Robinson comment. Won't have heard any of the rest. Thank you, Eve. It's good to know. Listen, even if you're listening, you're not enjoying it. That's great for me. Good evening, Will. Hello. Hello, Will. Hey, mate. How you doing? Could you come off speakerphone? No, I'm not on speakerphone. I'm on uh, hands-free. Okay. Could you come off hands-free? One second, mate. No worries. No worries, Will. Yeah, me too. Hello? Hello? Ah, that, there we go, Will. We can hear you now. That's great. Is that better? Well, in, t- in as much as we can hear you. Yeah. How so are you pr- doing? Probably not. Uh, a bit bunged up? A bit bunged up. Well, you know what to do. The constipated mathematician. Work it out with a pencil. Yeah. Get it out there. 
<laughs> what can we do for you tonight, Will, in the 30 seconds you've got left of this phone call? Um, you could answer me. Why are you a tugging queen? Uh, uh, sorry, have you have you just been, come off a forum or something? Or have you actually been listening to the show? No, I've been listening to you, mate. Right, right. When I did I attack? When did I, when did I attack Queen? You, you've been attacking Queen all night. No, and I'm not no. even a big fan of Queen. Give me a specific example of what I said that was an attack on Queen. Apart from the about twenty five minutes, not, apart from about twenty five minutes I've spent playing Queen songs. Apart from that, give me the specific attack on the oh, I gave on Queen. I'd be keen to hear it. I'm interested why you're taking the piss out of them. I would be interested for you to give me one example of where where I've attacked Queen, please. From the beginning of the show. Yeah, you keep you keep saying from the beginning, but could you give me one specific... I know these are probably long words for you, but one specific example of when I did that, please, Will. The, since you started the yeah, show. Don't tell me when, because I haven't got the, the ability to go back and listen and or the inclination. Ian, Ian, give me I one... every night, mate. Listen. I, well, listen maybe if you use your you ears, night, maybe if you listen with your ears and sober, it, you might hear something. Give me one specific example, please. Please, just one. Of, of Tell me what I said that was an attack on Queen. You, you're trying it. to humiliate them. G- again, g- again, you're speaking in generalisations. I don't know. Do you understand the word specific? You're humiliating. Do you? Well, no, at the moment, I'm humiliating you. That do, wasn't Queen who did the movie, Ian. Well, actually, well, well right, OK. It wasn't okay. Queen, was it? Right, OK, hang on a second. So, so It wasn't Queen who did the movie. It wasn't Freddie Mercury. He, do you want to get... We, we, we can get technical. It was it was Queen that made the movie, yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're, so you're, hang on a minute. No, Will, it, wasn't, it wasn't Queen, and you're playing crappy songs... Of I've played Queen. It's, I don't think that's very fair, really. I've played Queen. Honest. I've played Queen songs. What are you talking about, you absolute lunatic? I've been playing Queen songs. Yeah, but you've you've not been playing proper Queen songs, have you? Yes, I have. I've been playing songs by Queen. You humiliate, humiliating Queen. No, you're an idiot. By playing the movie. Yeah. No, I've not been playing the movie. You oh, absolute. Pr- I've been playing. Cool. I've been playing oh, songs. Don't keep calling me an idiot. Well, you're, the thing is, you're embarrassing yourself. What's wrong I'm, with you? I, no, I tell you what's wrong with you. You're an idiot. I've been playing songs by Queen, with Queen performing them. But you haven't. No, but I have, mate. I have. I actually have. I haven't played anything from the movie. I wouldn't, because the movie... Do you know what I mean? Will, Will, go and sober up, mate. Don't call my show again and get lost. All right, buddy? Thanks a lot. Bye! Nice fella. But this is the thing, man. Drunks are so annoying and so are assholes. <laughs> oh, Why geez. has he started ringing us recently? Oh, God, I don't know. Maybe because Ian Collins isn't on LBC during, <laughs> during the weekdays now. <laughs> this, is what, this is what we've got. People like Eve and Will phoning in. Good evening, Gatford. Good evening. That was like a ticking time bomb of swearing, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, of course it was. I knew something was going to happen. I, I was- I was just waiting for the words to release from his mouth. I knew, yeah. I knew something was going to come. Uh, it just, yeah. I gave Ian the wide eyes when he first came on. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Oh well. It's worth a go. See if he, see if he, you know, takes the bait. You know. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. What you got for us, Gatford? Well, I, I just watched this fire festival thing you were talking about at the top of the show. <laughs> By the way, thank and you. Dun- thought... Dun- hang on a second. Dun- Duncan's listening. Thank you, Duncan. Uh, thank you, Duncan. That's very kind of you. He's, he's enjoying, he's enjoying the assault on Queen that we are, <laughs> we've launched this evening. <laughs> thank you, mate. Go on, Gatford. Sorry, buddy. 
Yeah, I, I watched the Fire Festival documentary. Because I, I hadn't seen it. I heard you talking about it. I thought, well, I can watch it and then I can... Hang on a minute. On so you, hang on a minute. See, so I only mentioned it at the beginning of tonight's show. Did you stop this, listening to us to go and watch a movie on Netflix? Yeah, because then I can catch up with you later. OK, fair play. I like that. OK, I, I dig that. Um, some some film, huh? Some film. Some film. Well, all I can say is, obviously, tremendously terrible. If left alone, millennials... Awful. <laughs> Those who don't know, it's so a documentary it about. It's hang even... on a minute. Let me just. It's a documentary on, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a kind of super elite rich festival that was put on on an island in the Caribbean or somewhere um, uh, a couple of years ago, and it, it, people were being charged like twenty five thousand dollars a ticket, fifty thousand dollars a ticket, and uh, it, people were promised you know luxury condos on the beach. They rocked up. They got tents. It had been raining. Uh, I've just got to the bit where they've got there. They've got in the tents. It's nighttime, and now there's anarchy, and there's people running around with flaming. Torches and steel. Yeah. It's, it's, in, it's insane. It's, it's Lord of the Flies, but accelerated. Yeah. Like, it, at least that lot spent a couple of days. This it, lot were not even there like three hours and they kicked off. It took 20, 20 minutes. It's some film. Apparently, there's another documentary about it as well, though, this. on Hulu or something. Like, this lot was done by the PR company and the other one's by the web company or the other way around. Right, OK. Well, that's, that's disappointing. But they couldn't pull their resources and make one great well, movie. But it's... They um, couldn't organise a festival, so, I mean, to be honest, the film is probably well outside their range. It is... Uh, um, and who's this? There's a very, a very kind of cocky pop star on there called Ja Rule? Ja Rule. <laughs> who is Ja Rule? Ja Rule. Well, if you're not familiar with his work, I'd say look him up, but um, I doubt you could play it on the radio. Is it a bit potty mouth? Uh, it's very, very, he's got a cocky believe... swagger about him. He has. But basically, he's now. He, he, his idea was to have an app where you could book him to go and sing at birthday parties. For yes, that was, how it, that was how it started. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm very interested. Um, and, and then he got involved with this bloke who's all kinds of dodgy. He reminded me a bit of the O.J. Simpson in the sense that O.J. got accused of doing this terrible, terrible thing and then went out and basically aggressively demanded oh. his stuff back. Yeah. And I won't ruin it because you haven't seen the second half, but when you watch that second bit, yeah. just think of OJ and think, okay. my goodness, you want to keep a low profile, mate. Nice one, Gafford. Thank you. It's, it is, uh, it's some film, and I had one of those ones where I had a lot of people kind of talking to me about it and saying, you should really uh, you should check this out. It's great. I keep meaning to watch that one. And there's also one about a cat show, isn't there? Oh, yeah, good Canadian cat craft. It's crafts. called Catwalk. Catwalk. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll have some of that. I, I'm, I'm big in the cat scene. As you know, you got mucky to purr tonight for the first time. The aggressive my, one. With my magic. Little little purrer. She likes me, doesn't she? She doesn't like me. She likes you. She uh, was I was like, quick, come in here, listen to this. Uh, Eve, you're insane. Stop tweeting me. You don't like the show. I'd never listened to talk radio before tonight. I was watching me and my mental health on Channel 5 on demand earlier. And she, she listens and watches to everything. She's like playing with time. Listen to it when it goes out. Watch it when it goes out. Just, just, just listen to it as it happens. Make it live. Stop going to but, but on, demand, on demand and but, listen again. Just listen to it. And if you miss it, you miss it. I wondered who you were as I'd never heard of you before. Listen for half an hour and thought, no, back to catch up. And everything. But you're still listening now, you absolute muppet. Yeah, she's listening out for a shout out. Stop listening to this. Go and listen to a station that you like. And then go and um, send Tommy Robinson um, emails telling him how much you love him. How much you want to you want to be a bell end like he is? Go and do that. <laughs> Go and do that. Thank you, Eve. I really appreciate the feedback. It helps a lot. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. 
I, uh, I wrote a joke today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm quite proud with it. It's not quite finished, but there's something there. But it involves a little bit of setup. So what I need you to do mm. is can you just ad-lib a few jokes about memory? Okay. Oh, hang on a minute. Um... It doesn't have to be that funny, but it just ad-lib a few jokes. So she's telling jokes about memory. All right. Do you know, um, do you know that... Oh, I can't remember that. Um... All right, l- l- right, listen, you. Tell you what. Just take your memory stick and get out of here. Memory stick. Oh, yes. Yes, like memory stick. Take your memory, and you're doing shtick. Listen, to take your memory stick, get out of here. It's a good one. I mean, it needs a little... It needs a little, but not much. Not much. Like, like changing the punchline. Doesn't need... No, 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 it doesn't need much. Take your memory stick and get out of here. Memory stick. It's, it's good. It's a nice thing to say. Just say it once. Say it. Memory stick. It's a nice thing to say, isn't it? Yes. Sam, could you come on the microphone? I just want to do, could you do me a favour? Could you say um, memory stick? Memory stick. Fun to say, huh? Yes. That's, I've got a new thing here. That's why Sean Connery likes it so much. Exactly. Oh, oh there we go. There is, it, there no, is. no, it does. It isn't because it's got to be a joke. Someone's got to be, oh, I've got my memory stick here. I've got my memory stick. No, it's got to be... Um, Oh, all right, okay. So Sean Connery, here we go, here we go. I'm just, just ad-libbing. I'm just working this. This is um, workshopping now. Uh, you've only put a fiver to get in. It's not going to be a finished act, all right? So Sean Connery is... Um, Sean Connery is... Um, wants to get into stand-up comedy. Yeah. Right? And he's on his laptop. And he's typing his jokes. And he's, he's doing a lot of jokes about the brain and about perception. Because he's an elderly uh, chap. Please don't interrupt. And memory... A memory. And then his wife says, Sean, dinner's ready. Coming down. Yes. He says, Sean then says, <laughs> yes. Sean goes, yes, yes, yes. I'll be coming down in a minute. And then he puts in a little USB into yeah. his laptop yeah. lappy. I got you. And he saves it. Save and transfer onto the USB. I'm just shaving my memory. I'm just shaving my memory stick. Shaving it? Why is he shaving Because he talks it? like that. He talks oh, like right. that. Okay. He's just shaving. I've just got my memory stick. And it's, it's right because it's a memory stick, and on it are jokes, a stick, a stick a, about memories. I think that's almost too clever. It's very clever. Mm. It's too clever for Simon. Good evening, Simon. Almost too clever for me, Ian. So, too clever. Nice, isn't it? It, it is. It's a sign how of a true doing? great. I won't ask you how you're doing because obviously it's none of my business. It's none of your business, mate. Just a quick one. Wednesday, Thursday this week. Yeah. It was a classic scenario oh. of the supply teacher at school. Are you hiding People, under? Are you hiding under the duvet out. to make this phone? Just kind of repercussions. Okay, all right, fine. From Christo um, okay. and Jamie East. Absolutely, I am scared. Yeah. It was like when headmaster and headmistress are off for a couple of nights. Yeah. They've all come out. All those people that perhaps have been a bit uh, worried about ringing in recently, they were all there. Radio Gold. Who? who so, which one of the band we people got, came right. on? With Ken, Holy Ken. Of course, Ken's, Ken's, not, Ken's not banned. Ken's just scared to come no, on because he knows, he knows. Although I'm surprised he would speak to Christo. What with Christo being a homosexual? Does he know? Right, yeah. he, I think he does now from, from what people told me. I think he's aware. <laughs> I think he's very aware now. But I'm surprised Christo, I suppose Ken wanted to yeah, save him. Christo from, from... very nearly lost it with him, I think. Christo was very, got very annoyed and uh, very unlike Christo, he did. Rainbow George found somebody else to talk to. He hadn't spoken about the Gonzalian Wonders too, so he was quite happy. Okay. Um, who else we have? Susan. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Susan. Susan, Susan's been on recently. Or not? She, t- she came on today and I cut her off immediately because okay. she used the withheld number and then she texted me that she was never going to call my show again. She said this is <laughs> the last, in inverted commas, time she'd ever call, which is great because I asked her to stop calling two weeks ago. 
All we needed was Kadir, really. We got Kadir back and... <laughs> it would have been... I don't, it's, it's brilliant. I don't think Kadir's, Kadir's not banned, is he? Drop, no. Kadir's not banned. We just, just have a night where you just drop all your bands, just for the one night only. What, and that mean John on and everything? Well, oh, everybody, just a free it, house. Yeah, it's it's tempting, but, uh, you know... I'm... It's too toxic. I tell you what, Simon, I'll give them your phone number. Oh, yes, yeah, thanks. And you yeah, can have you can have John and, and Wasim and Susan phone you up and, and wind you up endlessly. How about that? Uh, absolutely. I'll just surprised Susan hasn't gone direct to Catherine, to be honest, because I'd have thought she would have tried to get back yeah. on the show by Catherine. Has she, has she gone to you? She... Not yet, she hasn't, but... Oh, I won't be long. Don't give her ideas. Well, I'm off. Uh... Is that right? Is that right? She's not actually Susan. Well, there I is some know. speculation. She uses different names, and they, they're quite generic names. But listen, I'm off the first of April. I'm off that week. I'm going to be in a cabin in the oh. woods with my boys. We're going to go rogue, off grid, oh, and I... Catherine is 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 hosting the show. So yeah. I suspect they'll all try and sneak past her. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to, we need somebody on the door. Oh, don't worry. I can manage the door myself. Simon, thank you very much for that. So there's a thing in India. Right. I love this. Milk milk traders. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I'm really bunged up. Milk traders in the southern Indian state of Tamil Nadu Mm -hmm. have complained to police over the rampant theft of milk. Why are they stealing milk? Because... This is great. They are making... Cheese. No, because they have this tradition in India, apparently. Maybe it's certain certain parts of India. Um, well, okay. Uh, they've, the police have a rampant theft of milk ahead of a movie of movie releases. On certain religious occasions, Hindus pour milk over idols of deities. All right. But many fans have adopted this practice in the hope that a film will become, become a hit. So what they do is they get milk and they pour it over movie posters. But surely that's going to stink. It's hot. Yes, mate. Yes, stinky, hot Indian milk. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a stinker. A literal stinker. Milk traders say they face heavy losses as a result. It is a practice... For worshipping gods, not film stars. Well, that just sums up the state of this world at the moment. Done it, though. the wrong people. The president of the state's Milk Traders Association said, the situation prompted the Tamil Nadu Milk Dealers Association to register a police complaint on Wednesday seeking a ban. What time is it in India now? What's the time difference? Can we phone India up? Let's have a look. Where are they? Where's India? It's, uh, they're east, never eat shredded wheat. They're east. It's 05.54, a bit early. No, it's not, not for milk people. Tamil Nadu milk dealers. Tamil Nadu milk dealers. Um, here we go. What's, what's the phone number? Put, put a phone number on there, guys. Uh, okay, we've got, should we phone them up? Let's see, what's, let's see what's going on. I want to see if this is a. What's the number for India, please? Uh, oh, what's the number for India, please? Oh. Hello, India. Can I help you? <laughs> I think it's plus nine one, so zero zero nine one, I think. Let's see it here. Nine, yeah, nine one. Six. Uh, 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 uh. They're milk people. Milk people are up early, yeah, especially in de- India. They're the dealers. They're not the um, cowmen. No, but milkmen. You've got to be up early. You're right, it gets hot and it'll go sour. Hello? What the hell's going on here? Uh, hello? 
Oh, India. Milk. Well, here we go. Sorry for the sniffing, guys. Bummed up. just it's so beautiful. Let's try this one. Uh, 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 uh. Let's try this one. We may get nowhere with this, guys, and that's um, you can call us oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very very welcome to. You could beatbox. Oh, that one closed that. Um, I think these are all going to be. Uh, these are all going to be. Sh- they don't open till seven thirty a.m. Opens at ten. Matha Milk Dealers. Come on, guys. It's like t- Tamil Nadu Milk Dealers all night, <laughs> all night. There we go. We're in. Right. See, yeah, it worked. You laughed at that, but actually, I know what I'm doing. Four, three, one. Let's see what we got. Great moment, great time. This this is this region is called Thiruchirapali. 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 I'll sing to them if I need to. You know me. Well, they're in for a treat, aren't they? I like singing at in Hindi. At five in the morning. I like singing in Hindi. And people like hearing me sing in Hindi. Are you sure you're not singing swears? I can change it so that it is swears. That's how good I am. Perdesi, perdesi, janana Muje choleke. And chol is where you can change it to a very rude word. Muje choleke, muje choleke. Perdesi, perdesi. Where the hell is not even ringing? What's going on here? Hello? India? <laughs> you up? <laughs> India? Come on, chaps. Come on, India. <laughs> right, try one more and then and then we're going to... Um, Just give up on the milk. If they don't answer, then we, we're going in and we're, gonna, we're taking it back. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm not. I'm not having this. We leave them alone for 52 years, and this is what happens. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, this is. We're going to find a dairy farm. Well, they will be up. Nine, seven, nine, four, four, six. Uh, 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 uh. Cass digging out Chatted's fate. Don't worry, guys. It's happening. Well, we haven't read "Driven Home," "Driven from Our Home" by a poltergeist yet. No, no, we have not. It watched us sleep. By the way, we've worked out tonight what song we'll be singing at tomorrow's sold-out weird science screening. You lucky people. Sold out. What's going, what's going on with India? I think you're pressing it wrong. I'm not pressing it wrong. I'm dialing. There we go. That's an English ringtone. 
What the heck? It says 24 hours here. This is the Saxthi... The person you are calling is not answering. Please call again later. No. What does hehe mean? That's a great little phrase. There's loads of little phrases. It's like saying, I think. Baba hehe. Okay, well, that, that, that didn't work. We're going to have chat to fight after this. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Okay, chat, it's fate. It's a magazine for sad sacks and losers. <laughs> No, it's great. It's what is it? It's like it's like those kind of women's uh, magazines that are aimed at women that have stories about boyfriends and murder and babies and things. But this has got a supernatural bent to it. Yeah, it's like a paranormal true life stories. Beautiful. Oh, I'm going to sneeze now, which, is, which sneeze. is spooky. I wish I could sneeze. Hang on, it's coming. I wish I could this is great radio, guys. We're oh, waiting for Kath yeah. to sneeze. Okay. No place like home. Forced to move house by a poltergeist. Pamela Carter, 28, from Henderson, Kentucky, Whoa, USA. Oh, that was nearly, <laughs> that was nearly the C word. Wow, boy, keep listening, guys. This could be... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not responsible for the dump button on this. Give me some spooky noises. Okay, fine. Sure. Snuggled up in bed watching television late one night. Noises. My eyes began to close. The television screen started to blur as I drifted off to sleep. All of a sudden... <laughs> 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 oh, you, you, you peaked too soon there. On, it would have been the prime point to do it. All of a sudden, I was jolted awake. <laughs> what on earth was that? <laughs> I'd seen something really weird. <laughs> Not on the television screen, but on my little CCTV screen next to it, which was attached to a live security camera outside our house. It looked as if a ghostly figure had just marched past our house. Without stopping to think, I leapt out of bed and rushed outside to check. We live in a quiet neighbourhood in a small town in Kentucky in the USA. Oh, I I should do the American voice now. Outside, the night air was still and silent. I looked up and down the dark street. All was quiet. There was absolutely nobody around. Puzzled, I went back inside and closed the door. I went back to the bedroom and woke up my husband, Ricky, who'd been snoozing away next to me. You have to see this, I told him. I rewound the CCTV footage and showed him a clip of the figure marching past our house. On second viewing, it was clear that we'd captured something paranormal on film. The shadowy figure was marching like a soldier. He marched smartly past our house before disappearing into thin air. Caesar's ghost. It looks like Caesar, I told Ricky as we stared at each other, terrified. The hair on the back of my neck was standing on end and I was shivering with fright. You see, this wasn't the first time we'd seen the same ghostly figure. He'd marched past our house a week earlier, although it had been the middle of the night and we'd been fast asleep. Our CCTV camera had once again caught him on film. Who is he? I asked Ricky. And what does he want with us? Tense atmosphere. We'd lived peacefully in our home for nearly ten years with our two children, but during the last few years the energy seemed to have changed, become tense and charged. Often when I was alone at home I felt as though something or someone was watching me. 
One evening, I was making dinner from the family, humming to myself as I boiled pasta for macaroni cheese, and all of a sudden I felt something hit me on the back of my neck. Stop. This story's fake. Macaroni and cheese. She's an American. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. They do not... You say... You, and I've done this. You say macaroni cheese to an American, though. What the hell are you talking about, boy? Mac and cheese. Well, maybe they're Fake. writing this for the English audience. Fake. Anyway, Fake. she felt something hit her on the back of the neck. Assuming one of the kids or Ricky had thrown something at me for a joke, I swung around annoyed. Hey, don't do that when I'm cooking. There's boiling water here, you know, I began. But there was nobody there. I was all alone in the kitchen. On another occasion, I was bustling around the kitchen making a snack when I distinctly heard a voice say, Hey! Again, there was nobody there. I've heard the voice too, Ricky gasped when I told him about it. And a few years ago, when I was lying in bed, I heard the sound of kids chattering. I assumed it was our kids, of course, but when I went to check on them, they were fast asleep in their rooms. That isn't me doing that. I don't know who, I don't know what that is. going on here. Something very, very spooky. That there. sounded ghostly to me. I don't know. Okay. You know, I don't know about you. Perhaps I shouldn't be surprised that we seem to have attracted some kind of entity. My family's got a long history of weird stuff happening to us. One of my cousins has psychic abilities and sees dead people. She once took a photo and later when we looked at it, you could clearly see the image of a skeleton. A skeleton. That's how they say it in America. Yeah. Grandma's house. And when I was a little girl, I used to spend a lot of time at my grandma's house, staying the night regularly with my mother. One night when I was about six years old, I woke up to find a shadowy man standing over me. As I stared at him, he put his finger to his lips and said, I shut my eyes tightly and eventually I fell asleep. Who was that man in our room? I asked my grandma the next day. What man? she asked, bewildered. There wasn't anyone in here but us, sweetheart. He went to bed and bumped his head. Couldn't get up in the morning. It's raining, it's pouring. In 2002, when I was 12 years old, there was a huge storm. The winds were gusting around my aunt's house at high speed and thunder and lightning crackled through the air. The electric power was cut off and we all rushed to light candles so we could see in the pitch blackness. And that is when we heard it. A loud thumping and banging coming from the basement. Sounds like someone's working down there, my mother said, her voice shaking. My uncle, who'd passed away, had had his workbench and tools down there, but none of us were prepared to volunteer to go down and see what was going on in there. That night at 2 a.m. there was a loud knocking on the front door. My mother opened it and two policemen were standing there. We've had a 911 call from this house, they told us. We've come to investigate. We stared blankly at them. None of us had called them. So who on earth had? Not long after we saw the ghost on CCTV, Ricky and I were sitting outside our house one evening when we heard footsteps running up and down inside our next-door neighbor's home. 
and we knew they were out. So we went to fetch our neighbor's grandmother, and we were worried someone had broken in, and we knew she had a key, but there was nobody there. Next day, my neighbor came round to see me. I see you've met our ghost, she said. She told me she often hears footsteps, felt a ghostly presence when she was all alone in the house. Well, now it seems it might have moved next door into my house. I wonder if our street was built on an old Indian burial ground or perhaps an old American Civil War battlefield. It would explain why the ghost has a military appearance. But I don't want it in my house. I'm sick of feeling scared in my own home, of jumping at shadows. In fact, I've had enough. We're moving. I'm in the middle of looking for a new house right now. It's a shame, but I can't keep looking over my shoulder the whole time, worrying about who or what is watching me. I'm just hoping the marching ghost doesn't want to move in with me. King of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. All right, let's do this. Uh, last few minutes of the show before Killer Connor comes in and does his thing. I'm bunged up and um, Sniffing's doing nothing. It's like cement up there. It's just uh, blocked, is what they uh, call it. Let's go to Sloop John B. Good evening, Sloop. Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm not supposed to ask that, so I'll just say hello to Ian, hello to Kath. There we go, hello. you see. Um, Listen, guys, I don't know how Ian will feel about this, but I've come up with a juicy scoop to do with Ian's old LBC days. Okay. And I thought I'd... Uh, you've heard of the film Searching for Sugar Man? Well, I've been searching for G-Man. Okay. And I've found him. And what I've found has absolutely blown my mind. He makes um, uh, music videos. Yeah, oh, well, there you go. You knew oh, sorry. Already, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, was I not meant to ruin the, the thing? Yeah, this is for those who don't know. For those who don't know, the well, G-Man... No, hang on, no. shut up, shut up. For those who don't know, uh, G-Man used to call me about, I don't know, 15 years ago, and he was a young lad, and I thought he was very funny, and sometimes he was very funny, and sometimes he wasn't, but generally he was very funny. And here's the thing. When LBC got taken over by whoever owns it now, and Richard Park was the boss, mm-hmm. uh, I invited G-Man in when he was like 18 years old, and I invited him to do a bit of the show. This is like the, the, the drive, maybe the drive time show on LBC, and I gave it to this 17-year-old right. kid. And uh, little did I know that that was the day Richard Park chose to come in and watch some of the shows being done. Boy, oh boy. That it it was brilliant, though. But yeah, he makes some um, music videos, I think. I'm not Yeah, I'm but not, not just any Sam Smith. Grammy Award winning, and he did the last uh, video, the James Bond theme. 
Oh, did he? Just, just, yeah, 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 yeah. The writing's on the wall is directed by Luke Monaghan. And the thing is, wow, when I watched it again, I kept thinking, like, my God, that's G-Man. How funny. But, um, oh, good I for him. Because I, I know that, I mean, I knew that he was making videos about 10 years ago and was kind of doing some smaller stuff. I didn't know he'd done that. Oh, good for him. That's brilliant news. Congratulations. Well, but there's a little bit more. Oh. I rich Vinny, I was speaking to Vinny. I know you two aren't really on to talking terms, but I was speaking to Vinny, right. and Vinny got it wrong and led okay. me to his brother, oh. Harry, who's oh. a stand-up comedian. Oh, and Harry go. said that he wants to, he's going to start listening to the show again. He didn't know you were on radio. And more than that, when he says when G-Man gets back from America, yes. he wants to get him to call up. Well, if, if he wants to... So I don't to... know how you feel about that, because if, if I I'm have honest, no you know, problems with him calling up. But, I mean, well, I don't think, I don't think... Listen, I don't know. If he wants to call up, he's very welcome. I don't think he'll want to call up, because he's a big star. Um, but yeah. if, he's always welcome to call up. Of course he is. Oh, well, fair enough. Next, I'm going to look for Yasser from Stratford, so we'll see how well, that Yasser, goes. Well, Yasser called us for a while here, and then took great offence at something, and, you know, as is often the case, and, um... Uh, Oh, I know exactly what you took great offence at. It was this. Okay, I say my name is Jester, and I am a massive racist. He was he was offended at that. He was offended. That we we caught a recording of him. Com, com, uh, what's the word? Confessing. Thank you to being a massive. What about racist. Lynn from Forest Gate? Maybe maybe I could track her down. Would you want her Did to pull up her? again? Huh? You found her, didn't you? I didn't find Lynn. No, I didn't find Lynn. Clivey. No, I didn't find Lynn. Uh, no, I, listen, you find all these people, Slip John, you send them my way, buddy. We need well, all I sent the... you Paul Innocent, so I hope, I hope that was... Paul uh... Innocent was great. No, the one I found was Sheila in Cockfosters. Uh, yes. That was who I found. Um, no, these are they're, they're all very, very welcome. Spread the word, Sloop. It's like the um, early 2000s. The, the party is happening. Yeah. Well, have you thought about bringing back the boring me now thing? You're boring me now. No, because... I, Come on, that was brilliant. Well, yeah, but that was like 15 years ago, man. Yeah, but it's going to be new again. Maybe when Rainbow George calls up. No, uh, I mean, as a joke. No, I mean, as a joke. No, but, I've, got my, I've got my 10-second countdown. No, I tell... Uh, I well haven't got the clip anymore, and I don't really want to fake... I don't want to make up another clip, and um, I know, you know, I don't like kind of... Well, I was about to say I don't like revisiting old ideas, because my whole act is based on revisiting old ideas. Um, but that is not one that I've considered uh, reusing. I'm considering it now that you said it, and I'm rejecting it. Oh, I'm fair enough. Well, look, I tell you what, all good. Maybe but, I'll give Fleet Street a call see if they want to run the G-Man story. Maybe they will. But here's the thing: uh, there's a young gentleman called Reed who is making uh, an app uh, for the iPhone initially, and then for at the Android phone, uh, okay. which is going to be a soundboard of all of my greatest hits. All of the, you know, I mean. It's, Primarily, it's uh, let me get it up. Primarily, it's all it's all this kind of stuff. Hip hip hip! Off women's head. You're a fanny. I've got a mouth for the sausage. But I know that um, uh, Matty, who helps with the YouTube channel, has sent him a load of the old ones. I think from LBC and Absolute. So it's going to be a treat for fans, young and old. And here's the thing: it's going to be absolutely free. Right, I'm on it. There Definitely. you go. It's happening soon, man. Reed's making that. He's a good lad. Oh, I respect him. Respect his due, Sloop. Respect his due. Good evening, Christian. Hello. I'm in a scary hotel. Oh, dear. Why, why is it so scary? It's, like it's, it's old, and it's, it's one of those places where it's almost a, a place that time forgot. Tell me more. It's got a smoking floor. Ooh. Oh, what, you mean yeah. the floor that you could smoke on? Yeah, yeah, like I've never been in a hotel like this before. I've never never encountered a smoking floor. But That can't be legal, can it? That can't be legal. I think if everyone agrees it, to it. Well, I, it, it's a floor where people can smoke, and it, it, as soon as I got here, the smell was... Ooh. Wow. 
I used to yeah. hate that when you check into a hotel room and it was like a smoking room. Oh, God, it would stink. Even when I was a smoker, I hated yeah. it. You used to have to choose, really? didn't you? Smoking or non-smoking Oh, we've rooms. only got smoking left, I'm afraid. Is that going to be okay? Yeah, sure, it can't be that bad. You get in there. Oh, my God, and the pillow smells. <laughs> you put your head down and it smells of smoke. Oh, jeez. Honestly, it's got a Corby trouser press. It's got the... Dried coffee, it's got everything. I like the dry coffee, but has anyone ever actually used the trouser press? I, I don't know, I, I might, but... You have to take them off first, really Christian. So what, so what are you doing there? Oh, it's just an overnight stay, just, just for, for work, so... No, on... Even so. Mate, well, have they got a TV? Is it, have they got a flat screen TV or is it big old fat TV? No, no, there's no TV, there's no TV, there's nothing. What? <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. What I've got s- you guys. The, my favourite hotels, the, the really old ones, well, they've not done it up, is when they've got built into the bedside, like the headboard, they've got a radio yes. built into the headboard. That, mm. for me, is the ultimate in luxury. But they never work anymore. No, it's, it's not very good. It's, 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 honestly, it's not very good. In fact, it's 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 just it, it's like the curtains look like they should be the carpet and the, the vice versa. Um, well, all, uh, all I'll say is, Christian, I hope you don't get murdered. Well, it's all right because I did speak to the the guy downstairs. I've had a word, and he offered me this advice. He went. Thank you, Christian. I can see. On my screen in front of me, loads of people are tweeting me and talk radio. Don't tweet me because I haven't got Twitter anymore. Go and look for me on Twitter. I ain't there no more, guys. I ain't there. And I'm the, 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 the weight that has been lifted from me, not being on Twitter, not being on Twitch, posting very occasionally on the Facebook page to sell tickets. I'm, I think, I think Twitter's done for me. It, I'm not saying definitely though. And you have kind of like a few months where you can, you can reactivate your account. Um, because uh, we've got shows coming up, we got we, Manchester is booked in. I need to set up the tickets for that. I probably do All that right, Sunday. Okay. So t- put tickets for Manchester on sale Sunday. I think Glasgow is is almost. I've just got to confirm the date in Glasgow, and uh, I think there's a couple of others. Why am I talking about this? What was I talking about before? Twitter. So I'm going to see if we sell tickets through a mail out, through mention it on the radio, ianlee.com slash event through Facebook. Um, and if we sell the same kind of number of tickets, then Twitter's done. And if we don't, you know, if we sell significantly less, then I'll reactivate my Twitter, go on there, sell some tickets and then come off there. But the thought of not, I have, I've got this, 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 this Twitter feed for my record label. And I retweeted something about R. Kelly the other day. And then I, del- I um, retweeted it because I thought, I want to keep this politic- just politically free. This is just to advertise my records yeah. and, and promote some good music and stuff. So I retweeted a Beach Boy thing. I retweeted my friend Adria Hickey, wrote something about music. So I do that, but it's just nice. I'm not, going, I'm not getting involved in any snide arguments. There's no comments. There's, there's nothing, none of that. I'm just posting stuff about the record. And not having that Twitter feed. Oh, the freedom is incredible. I genuinely think, who was I talking to? Who was I talking to about Twitter? Was it when I was filming on Wednesday? Who was it I was talking to? God, I was... uh... Do you know, I can't remember. I was talking to someone about Twitter and how I think, you know, I think it... Who was I talking to, Catherine? I don't know, I wasn't there. Have I been speaking to anyone about bullying? 
Oh, no, speak. No, it was Jen who I met Jen today. today. There we go. That was Jen who I met today. Did a really nice interview with Jen, um, who listens to the show. And um, we were just, she, she works in, you know, in mental health with kids. And, and by kids, I mean, you know, kind of six, seven, eight, up to probably about 15, 16, 17, right. something like that. And the pressure that they feel, you know, where everything in your life is assessed and is rated and is is liked or not liked the pressure that they feel is insane of course this generation of kids this it's always been there they've always known it they've not known a world hey martin they've not known a world where it doesn't exist you know i'm a 45 year old man where it's still a relatively new thing you know i've had it for 10 years and also we know we can live without it yeah yeah but it's still you know it affects me it impacts my health uh, and my you know kind of mental health so imagine a 14 year old boy who, you know, thinks he's overweight, or a 15-year-old girl who thinks she's too skinny, or, you know, a 16-year-old girl who thinks her boobs are too small, or a 12-year-old boy who thinks his dick is too small, Uh all this stuff. So suddenly you're being rated and judged, and, um, God, it must be horrendous. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I think Twitter is, apart from very few exceptions, I I think it's more bad, significantly bad, compared to the good that is done from it. It's like giving your phone number out to everyone. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I worry about my boys, man, because my boys, they're nine and seven now, and they talk about being on Twitter, and they ask, how many followers have you got? And I say, I've got 100,000. Wow, that's so great. And I go, yeah, but it doesn't mean anything. It's pointless. And, and, you know, they talk about my YouTube. How many subscribers? I've got 5,000. That's that's not bad. Can I do a YouTube channel? You know, it's... yeah. Well, you know that my daughter's, what, 10? My eldest yep. daughter's 10, and there's a girl in her class that started her own YouTube. Oh, yeah. And they're all watching it. But and, then, she's, and she's making stuff up on there. But and... then, they get this, Martin, we watched this We started watching girl, it. And I, I said, come on, I have to stop it because I'm judging her. Uh-huh. I was judging a 10-year-old girl. Yeah. And I thought, this is not right. See, I'm watching it thinking, does her mother know she's doing this? Because yeah. it's really not healthy at all. Hello, Martin Kelman. Hello, yes, well, I, I'm asking people to tweet tonight. We're doing loads on Twitter. Do you not think it's, as well, it's, um, it's kind of had a negative, Twitter's had a negative impact on, like, phone-in shows, because mm. people, rather than phoning up, will tweet in and think that that counts as much as a phone call. Well, I wouldn't know. We never get any calls anyway. Oh, but, uh, mate. Yeah, we do get lots of tweets. Um, no, I think overall, I would agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree with one word you've just said. I mean, I think it is, yeah. um, overall, it's it's harmful and it's, it's damaging. And I think it is. I remember the, the, when I was at LBC and I went in one day and there was an extra screen when it was the big fat screens, an extra screen in there. Mm. And I said, well, what is this? Oh, it's great. People can text into the show now, and I thought. This I remember is, that too. This, yeah. is the, this is the death. Of it. This is the beginning of the end. Anyway, well, you can phone Martin Kellner yes, after one. Can. Same phone number, yes. and you can phone in about what he's talking about. You can just phone in for a chat. You know, like you phone in oh, us no. for a chat after one o'clock. But mm. what else have you got, please? Well, I can remember going back uh, when I first started in radio when the they just invented postcards. Yeah, before that, it was uh, <laughs> it was many chiselled pieces of stone. But or, they or invented the, postcards. The back of a sealed back envelope. of a sealed envelope. Yes, <laughs> yes. You, you did get poison pen letters in those days. Did that you, was the equivalent you, of. Yeah. Did you get? A few? I didn't because yeah, I'm always very affable and uh, you know. But I didn't. But uh, on today's show, yeah, we have the fine columnist uh, David Aronovich. Fine columnist. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he thinks that this Japanese woman with the decluttering. You know, she said. Do you know the Japanese woman? Have no more than 30 books in your house. Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo is the woman. Yeah, it's a big old old phenomenon. Yeah, and she 
you said if you get hold of something and it doesn't spark joy, yeah. Yeah, throw it away. Yeah. So how uh, does she do the dusting or, you know... Precisely. You're going to need things. That's, that's, that's why I'm getting divorced. That's a joke. That's oh. a divorce joke, you guys. Well, yes, you yeah, say that. You say that. According oh. to, uh, to uh, David Aronovich, who wrote a piece about this in The Times... Uh, by doing, people think it's the silver bullet. It's a magic thing. You yeah. do the decluttering, uh, and everything will be fine. And what he's saying is, it's a distraction technique from what your real problems are. Yeah. You know, so if you've got a marriage that's sort of crumbling a yeah. little bit, you think, ah, oh, I'll do the decluttering. It's a bit like avocados or jogging. It's one of those things that will uh, solve all your problems, yeah. but it's not. It's well, she's not quite a snake oil sales person um and she's very sincere about it but yeah um he says it's all bollocks. i think a lot <laughs> I, I think a lot of i'm sorry i'm just we just hopefully you're getting a phone call straight after one o'clock okay <laughs> someone is phone, people are phoning in tell them to phone in for to, to save them for rack them up for martin um i think a lot of people are kind of taking her book as a bible and going following it very mm. strictly instead I'm, of using she's it got, to... she's got a youtube channel as well oh actually right, well, i've not I've even got... bought it because i've got a pile of books by the side of my bed that's increasingly getting I quite do. depressing i, I can't bought... get to the bottom of them i bought the book but I, I, did you ready. yeah i did actually i just don't want to tidy up because i've got i've got too much stuff yeah. She also tells you to fold in a certain way. Yeah. So if you're always losing things, she the way she tells you to fold, you'll be able to see everything in the drawer. Apparently, you fold upwards. Fold. So, yeah, fold. You know, like what? towels and like things. in a shop. You know, where you yeah. can see you know the rows of colours. I like the idea of that, but Who, again, I'm kind of bothered. who's putting towels in a drawer? Towels go in the airing cupboard. Well, airing cupboard, whatever. But if you've ever worked uh, a temporary job at um, Next yes. or, uh, yeah, they tell you to, f- you know, people come in, look at the jumpers, whatever. She tells you to fold it as if they were on sale wow. in Topshop. All right, well, listen, this is coming up after one o'clock. This is going to be the show of shows. Uh, you can phone Martin. Start dialing now, guys. 0344 499 You can phone about anything you want. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Sam. Uh, Martin's up next. This is Talk Radio.